Welcome, everybody, to episode 17 of Bombcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi, and a very special guest, Casper Z. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me on here. It is greatly appreciated. Like I said earlier, uh, this is the first time doing something like this, so I greatly appreciate it. Greatly hey, man. It. It's an honor to have you on, man. We love having some new and different guests here on the podcast here that we don't really... I think show enough love to in the community, right? You, uh, you're currently sitting at was it ninety five thousand subs? Ninety three eight. Ninety ninety three point eight. Ninety three. Yes, something about ninety three. What a yep. number! And again, Casper Z's link is down below in the description, ladies and gentlemen. I will post the podcast in Discord as well. And as always, Bombcast is available on all major audio platforms: iTunes, Spotify, and some other good ones that you guys probably never heard of before. But, uh, yeah, so how is the game been treating you, Mr. Casper Z? How have you looked at Cold War in comparison to, let's say, Black Ops 4 or Black Ops 3? What are you thinking about this game, man? First of all, um, when I was in the gaming scene, for those who don't know, I was on YouTube in 2011 to 2013. I had a channel built to 251k subscribers. That channel was closed down. After that time frame, I said, you know what, I'm going to disappear from the gaming scene for a little bit. So... I missed out on Black Ops 3. I played, uh, actually, I played Shadows of Evil, but after that, I completely fell off. Black Ops 4, I haven't touched up until recently. I purchased it. And uh, Cold War was when I made the comeback. You know, I had this channel, and this is what I started developing. And here we are now. Um, what do I think about it compared to the other games? I'm very happy with it. I'm happy the way it's going and in the direction it's going. The only thing that I'm kind of uh, on the fence about is all of the in-game microtransactions and that's all the bundles that are coming out. And I sometimes feel like they're sacrificing the overall gameplay experience just to get that revenue from the microtransactions. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it's business, right? Business is business. <laughs> but I feel from the time that I started, let's say, for me, it was Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2. Up until today's day, they shifted a lot of their priorities. And for me, it's a little bit more on the scale of let's make more money over the gameplay experience. So, but in uh, overall, Cold War, I absolutely love it. I love the new, you know, the game engine, the way the mechanics work in the game. For example, you're able to mantle now. Um, uh, in my opinion, it's my funnest experience so far. The only thing that I wish is that they had a little bit more content released. That's actually a really interesting point you brought up. Uh, first off, you said you entered during Black Ops 1 and 2. And what's funny about Black Ops 2 is that that's kind of the start of when the microtransactions started hitting a point of cosmetic content versus just the usual maps. So think about it. Back then, you'd pay, what was it, two, five, seven bucks for a personalization pack in Black Ops 2, which was maybe an animated camo, calling card, reticles. Yep. But then you look at now, we're paying the third of the price of the game for a, a bundle right for an operator a character i actually bring this up in a video i'm posting later tonight which is that if cold war at least or at least if the new microtransaction model adopted some of what black ops 4 has which is that you can trade x amount of cases for a weapon of your choice right being able to grind for a couple of hours whenever a new weapon is added to get it for free i mean people yes. do people do prefer you know the in-game challenge where Let's say, you know, throw a flashbang, kill five enemies with an SMG to unlock the new weapon. But I've seen some flack with that system, too. People have said that they don't like it too much. It gets sweaty, playing multiplayer, or a bit too grindy in zombies. But uh, I would say the Black Ops 4 system, which is, you know, just grinding a certain amount of cases, trading it for whatever you want, it's a, it's a compromise, right? I think that's all that this, this new system's needing at this moment. But good points you brought up there. Um, I have your channel pulled up now. And do you offer memberships on your channel as well? I see a join button here. 
that actually works for you. I do. I do offer memberships. <laughs> the only thing I'm gonna, I'm, I gotta be straight up. You know, I had the perks selected, I had the perks made, but uh, I would yeah. like to tweak them as I feel like I'm not following through all the way with them, and I'm just being real right now. So, I would like to go back on it, revisit it, maybe remove them and redo it again. Got it. So got that it. for whoever subscribed or whoever wants to join and support my channel in that way, they're gonna get their money's worth. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because I I recently revamped my member system. I think the problem too is you want to give as much as possible to the audience that becomes a member, but it's always like that idea. What do you give them, right? Do you design yes. merch? Do you go out of pocket? I did that before. I went out of pocket last year and did some cool merch for um, the highest tier members. And it's like, you always want to do more. I always feel like I want to give as much as possible to people who support the channel in that way. So it's always, it's always a mission to find what works in that regard. But I think a lot of channels have that have that have that issue too where they like they have very expensive tiers so to speak hundred dollar tiers i mean they go as crazy as that and it's like what could you possibly offer for that price right it's like oh, a game with them or i mean i've seen some crazy membership uh options on youtube here but yeah you've been posting some absolute juicer videos here for cold war zombies i mean looking at some of, yeah absolutely legendary support that you're getting here that's awesome to see so you do a bit of a, a mix of like glitches guides and then you, you kind of go back and forth between uh what content you go through here, I see. You even covered the new weapons yes. as well, the nail gun. I, what is really your goal as a creator, though? What, what would you say your your main gist is on your channel? Is really just just zombies, or do you feel like branching out in the future? What, what are you thinking so far? My, my ultimate goal is not to have to rely on content drops for That's me to huge. make videos on. That's huge. That is my ultimate end goal. And obviously, you have to get to a certain scale of uh, fan base to be able <laughs> to do that. And that can also tie into playing different games. You know, yeah. uh, I, I know that's a goal for a lot of streamers is to be able to play whatever game they would like to play and still get that same audience as if they were playing their number one most popular game. Right. Um, it's actually funny you mentioned that because I mean, Fajardi and I talk about this all the time. It's like a long term goal for the channel is one day to not have to rely on what Call of Duty is doing, but instead you have an audience that comes for you personally. And I think that I always make that joke about some of the Warzone creators out there that pretty much stream on Twitch and then just re upload their highlights on a YouTube channel. For the most part, their audience is there for them, not necessarily the Warzone content or whatever they're playing. So yep. it's, it's almost a goal to get to a point where, yeah, you can, you can legitimately just you know, cruise, play whatever it is you want, and then go from there, no matter what, no, uh, no risk involved with changing the game or two or not feeling COD that year. You know what I mean? Cause I was, I was worried last year. I don't know about you, but I, I was worried last year with modern warfare being the current COD of 2019, 2020. It was, it was rough. It's like, I wasn't interested in the multiplayer. There was no zombies. It's like, how, what, what do you do as a creator, right? For doing call of duty. So that's, it's always my fear that in the future, we'll get a game that I'm just not into or the community's not into that much and it's like what do you do with content what do you post <laughs> that was kind of a struggle last year but we we, we prevailed we, tr we tried we tried covering black ops 4 as long as possible uh COD 2020 news but you seem to have come back in uh to the youtube scene at a really great point which is when cold war is at the peak right now of call of duty success i mean mm -hmm. uh, i mean you you weren't you didn't cover black ops 4 or 3 like you said right you were just on one and two so um I would say you came back at I think the right time when I think zombie specifically is entering a new stage of its of its life as a game mode and <laughs> is going in new directions with outbreak. I mean that's another question too. How do you feel about outbreak and the changes that was brought? Do you, do you have any interest in it? I do. I actually had a ton of fun playing outbreak. I played hours and hours, countless hours when it first came out. But right. like as a content creator, you can probably relate to this. For example, let's say me and zombies, right? Let's say one map comes out. I'm going to say, let's say Firebase Z, the second map, round base DLC. You play right. that so much and in such a short time frame, trying to develop videos, develop ideas for content that you actually burn out and it becomes not as enjoyable for me as I thought it would be very fast. Right.
um outbreak i love it though super cool idea super cool you know just uh, a super cool game mode i really like it if only they could expand on it and i would also like a little bit more variety in these in the missions that's yeah. what i would yeah. like that's mm -hmm. what I would like. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to this later in the podcast. Fajardi ended up finding, I think, one of the most hilarious Reddit posts out there <laughs> that was written during the Black Ops 4 life cycle. And it's people asking for a mode. And they're describing Outbreak in this little Reddit post. They're asking for an open world type mode, objectives, this, this, and that, but on the Blackout map. And we literally got that in this game, but on the Fireteam map. So we'll get to that later. It's hilarious. We're going to have a good laugh with that. But... Uh, I would say, first and definitely foremost, Season 5 marketing has surprisingly already begun, and we'll also get to this as a topic later, the Activision lawsuit uh, definitely is pinpointed more towards the Blizzard World of Warcraft side of things, but still, there were Call of Duty developers voicing their concerns, doing the Activision walkout, so it raised some concern for me that maybe we'd get a delay with Season 5 of Cold War, or a delay with the Vanguard reveal, I was definitely concerned about it. So, it does seem like, as of now, Season 5 is not getting delayed, it's still scheduled for August the 12th which is not that far away from now, about what, 12 plus days from this point. And Treyarch ended up dropping the outro cutscene for season four. I don't know, if, have you seen the cutscene yet? I don't know if you've, if you caught up with the- I've seen it, new yes, yes, Okay, you've seen it, yeah, I'll pull it up on screen for those that may have missed it, or for those that just wanna see that it was, again. That was with the bag on the ground, right? Yes, with the bag on the ground, yeah, yes, with the bag okay, on the ground. Okay. Yeah, it was probably one of the shorter outros we've gotten this season, but doesn't really tell us much other than the, other than we might end up getting another masked operator as the, the villain again for season five. So how do you feel about that, Fajardi? You, you were mentioning this before with the, the kind of variety of operators we have in this game so far. It's like we went through Stitch, Naga, Wraith, Jackal, and now maybe another uh, masked Perseus agent here. So what are your thoughts on this now? So, I mean, the, the characters are awesome. Like, there's no taking away from that. Like, Stitch is awesome. Naga is awesome. Wraith is awesome. Knight is awesome. Like, yeah. you can you can go down the list. But the thing I find weird is that Wraith Wraith's tier 100 skin is actually unmasked. Yeah. And like, yep. So that uh, that's kind of that's kind of weird to me how they wouldn't like uh, or people are saying stuff like all all these mass operators when we literally got an unmasked one that that is yeah. new and people are forgetting that like we we got like Weaver Wolf. Rebus, right. those are all unmasked operators. I think it's just because it's it's at the center of marketing that people really um, take a almost offense to it that uh, that people look cool with masks on with masks on. <laughs> yeah, so. it's almost it's almost it's almost crazy though because as they introduce new villains, new Perseus agents each season, it's like are we getting some type of Dark Avengers type of uh, Masters of Evil story going here? Are we gonna face off against like six different villains in season six somehow through the cinematic cutscenes? Like I wonder what that's leading to. All these villains, I'm hoping it's not some anticlimactic ending in season six where like they all just get shot once in the head like in a cutscene and we never see them again. You I know? Think... I'm hoping for some clash, like some end game, end game level action here for, uh, <laughs> for our heroes here. There could be something really cool they can do because they've been doing a lot of events this year with Cold War. And I think something really awesome they would do to kind of ramp up the entire season would have an event that would span across all the new multiplayer maps they added. Yeah. So like some specific challenges you have to do on the Pines for season one, other challenges oh, you have to do yeah. on Apocalypse for season two. Right. Just to kind of build the story, like kind of conclude the story that way by running through and maybe each and every one of those challenges is canon that those characters do die or yeah yeah uh, whatever but uh, uh, that's yeah. just an idea unless and, we get uh, some cliffhanger where it sets up a sequel to cold war that also takes place before black ops 2 which i don't know i mean th that's possible too i mean are you familiar casper with the the timeline of call of duty or are you a bit confused with the multiplayer zombies warzone crossover does it me mess with your head a little bit 
so I was I was gone during that time frame, but I did catch up and I'm fairly familiar. Um, okay. Correct okay. me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to try to give you my quick rundown. <laughs> Modern Warfare, then Warzone came out and it was integrated together. Yep. Okay. Okay. That happened and then they uh, and then they kind of tied that into Black Ops 1 and Black Ops Cold War all in all into one timeline now. So they they kind of scrapped, you know, the, the the last Modern Warfare trilogy. As of now, Black Ops 2, 3, and 4 still could be canon, the campaigns, but we're still waiting for some answers on that. But um, things definitely got messy. Things definitely got messy with the, the Call of Duty timeline. So we're in need of like a, a clear timeline explanation on their website one day. But um, have you ever been a fan of like campaign or just more zombies at the end of the uh, day? It was always zombies. Always it was zombies. always gotcha. zombies yeah. from the start. Uh, in gotcha. World at War, actually, which was my first Call of Duty I ever yes. played, you know, back when I took internet from my whole household just so I could have some Xbox Live. <laughs> uh, it was multiplayer. Yeah. It was only multiplayer search and destroy. And I did play a little bit of zombies and Black Ops 1 was where the zombies really started for me. That's that's the vibe, man. That's the vibe. I'm glad yeah. to hear yeah. it. I mean, yeah. So if anybody out there disagrees with your opinions, that's fine. But you're, you're an OG. You've been around since the start of everything. So you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody's got one opinion, right? Every, and uh, yeah. you just have to respect that opinions differ. Yeah. And some I, people I might did, have a little bit of a problem with that. But Yeah. I did see some funny tweets on your account, though. I'll pull up your Twitter as well. I mean, you called out some really Found funny. It. You called out some really questionable takes recently. I mean, I saw somebody had tweeted about Vanguard being better than Cold War. And you're like, bro, the game's not out yet. What are you talking about, man? It's like, <laughs> you see tweets like this. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I have an opinion. But on something that's released, right? It's something that's fair. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's literally no yeah. basis for there's it. no like basis no. something like that yeah no, no, e no. even comparing like battlefield 2042 and vanguard it's like one game is revealed one game has a beta soon the other game's not revealed at all we don't have a name for the next call of duty yet so it's like where where are these comparisons and complaints coming from right it's like let's wait for some actual gameplay or at least play the game yourself first right i mean that's right uh, that's yeah. right and what are your plans for the next Call of Duty, right? Do you plan on covering zombies in that game? or, or what Yes, you of course, 100%. I plan on doing that. Uh, I plan on doing a little bit of multiplayer. But for Call of Duty, for me, it's always seemed to be zombies. I Got find it. that that's my niche. That's where I feel most comfortable. Perfect. I dabble into multiplayer and all, but my fan base and the people that watch my stuff, they prefer zombies, obviously, right? So whenever oh, I yeah. do upload something multiplayer related, I get a lot of comments. Or, for example, the weapon challenges where you unlock them. There yeah. was a couple where it, uh, it was only in multiplayer. And a lot of people, you know, left comments saying, oh, shit, I figure out it's multiplayer. That's the end of the video for them. So. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're out. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing, right? Because Modern Warfare didn't have zombies last year. I mean, I, ma I made it. I always had it where, you know, I wanted a variety of content on my channel, not just zombies. Yes. But, but when Modern Warfare didn't have zombies, I'm like, that was kind of a wake-up call for not just me, but people to do zombies full-time. It's like, what do you do if all you cover is zombies, right? You take a year off, do you find something else? It's like, that's always the fear. But what I think is going on now is we're seeing a, a new generation of the mode, both multiplayer, both zombies. I think we're seeing a big change in those aspects so that... I don't think we'll ever see a dry year ever again. That's kind of what I'm feeling right now. I think no matter what, if you're doing content, there'll be something for you every year going forward. There won't be those droughts and those you know dead periods like we had in the past. So I think I think everybody should be fine no matter what you're covering. Uh, hoping for I the really best. Hope so. Hoping for the I best really of these. So. But today we got a nice tweet from Treyarch who surprisingly went ahead and said that we keep our eyes peeled for our first look at season five next week. So. I'm wondering what that is. I and mean, what do you guys think? Because we usually don't get a roadmap or gameplay trailer until the Monday before the release of that season. So what should we see this upcoming week? Any possible zombies, blueprints, more teasers, more side quests adding to Outbreak? I mean, uh, what do you guys think we're looking out for in a few days? I think, I think definitely maybe like the usual gifts and stuff they start posting. I think that'll be a fair assumption to say. Yeah. Um, like like right. they always just do with Outbreak, how it would kind of like the portal effect. Yeah, that gift um, of the, yeah, <laughs> the little the warp from one area to another. 
yeah, yeah. I think that's probably uh, that's probably a good place to start if they are adding Fair, um, yeah. like the the new rumored areas that are going to come to Outbreak. Uh, I did, I did definitely think that's going to be a, a main focus of zombies for this season. I think that, I that, think so. Oh, go on, go on. So, sorry, sorry. Go on. No, no, you go first. Uh, obviously, I I don't believe it's going to be anything round based related. If anything, it's going to be some additions to Outbreak. Fair. Yeah, I think uh, in terms of zombies, I'd be shocked to see a lot. But hey, maybe they'll surprise us with a new field upgrade, uh, tier six for our abilities. I mean, people out there uh, stress the idea of seeing a new perk, even though we're not getting a new round-based map. Just put the new perk in the Wonder Fizz for now. And then DLC4 comes around in September. They could have two new perk machines, right? PhD and Double Tap. They could could do that too. I mean, I can see them doing that to just add some spice to the season. But uh, right now we have a couple of areas left of the Euro Mountains that could drop an Outbreak or Fire Team, right? It's like Weather Station, Chemical Labs mines those are the areas that are left so to speak unless they're scrapped uh if not there is the rumor and the early gameplay that surfaced about combined arms maps dropping into outbreak so maybe in season five we'll see crossroads collateral armada funny enough armada's not even in zombies yet in onslaught at all so might end up seeing uh that good old boat and <laughs> outbreak this season so yeah i mean people also i mean myself included have the idea about a main quest three but I think the meme goes, right, who's asking for that? Who wants a main quest 3 and Outbreak at this point? That'll probably get some flack. But, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind another another prequel to the next round-based map. I mean, first off, though, Modern Totem, did it surpass your expectations, Casper? Or was it an average map for you? I mean, what did you think about the gameplay, Easter eggs, story, all that, all so that let, stuff? So I just I want to go back a little bit. So I was on a vacation with my lady, actually, and uh, I knew I had I suspected that it was going to be released while I was on the vacation. Right. Oh, that's I our told her, I, I told her, I said, hey, listen, I yeah. have a feeling this is how it's going to go. So I ended up leaving two days early. Um, I came home, got everything downloaded, got everything ready. The map itself. I absolutely love it. The only thing that I have a little bit of a problem with is that I feel although the map may be different the side quests, side easter eggs and the way the map revolves it's very similar to the first two maps the machine and firebase z what i mean by that is for example let's say the weapon upgrades although that shooting range the shooting targets were slightly different all of the stuff is fairly similar um building klaus collect the three parts right and uh build them together I would like some more variation, something we haven't seen yet, something that kind of uh, takes everybody, uh, you know, blindsides them. And it's also made very easy for people now with the indicators you spawn in. It shows you exactly where to go, which doors to open up and uh, just step by step by step. Right. Uh, That's what differs from the older games. And I get it. They want to cater to the general audience, to to the new players, make it more accessible for them and draw them in faster. Um, But that's just my take on it. Uh, Map itself, I absolutely love it. Did it get boring already? A little bit, yes. I still am on the fence of saying that COVID definitely impacted development on Cold War more than many of us may think. I think they're on the general schedule they had planned for this game still. Nothing got delayed or moved significantly, but I think COVID and the fact that they're working from home most of the time probably impacted their ability to add in some crazier side quests, more side quests. Um, and I think it's like you said, right? It's not even about the amount of Easter eggs. It's more of like the quality yep. of them. They're, they're not they're not as uh, standout or unique like we would, like we would hope for because I think Black Ops 3 kind of set the bar high for very interesting side Easter eggs. But I mean, so far, so far in Cold War, I mean, the gameplay has been very fluent and everything kind of works hand in hand. So uh, I'm impressed in that sense. But I think, like you mentioned, right, you're already a bit bored of it. It, it, it's almost something that I wonder, right? Is it ever possible to release a round-based map that people don't get burnt out on after a week or two? It's like, I think that's kind of the nature of zombies at this point, round-based at least. 
So, I mean, I mean, how good could a map be to where people continuously play it without getting bored after a couple weeks, right? Are we already at that stage of the game mode where no matter what they do, it's just kind of like, yeah, we just need more maps more frequently. <laughs> what else could they do? Uh, and one more thing I wanted to add, DK. Uh, so, for example, you know, with the drop of this map, nowadays yeah. in the way the society works, everybody's got a phone. The amount of YouTubers that are uploading Call of Duty content right now, whether it be somebody with one subscriber or 100,000 subscribers or a million, right? Information gets spread so fast, it gets transferred between, you know, social medias like this. You, you don't even know, right? It's just firing yeah. so fast. Instantly. And there's so many people on it at the same time that everything's going to get figured out ridiculously fast. And yep. How are you going to add things that are going to last? You just can't, you know? I, I actually, I mentioned that recently. I, I was like, well, if Mar if Marder Toten had, let's say, four more side Easter eggs, and let's say they were all great. Still, though, what does that add to the longevity of the map? Would it add too much more? Because I think it matters more how many Easter eggs don't get found right away because that kind of spreads the map's health out a couple of weeks. People are still hunting and looking for crap. Whereas when everything gets found on day one, even if there's a lot of side Easter eggs, it still kind of burns the map out pretty quickly. What I will tell you, though, and you probably noticed by now, anytime you see a big content creator who's got a couple million subs, I won't name them, but anytime you see them post a video that says all side Easter eggs a day after the map comes out, They've gotten somebody to data mine how many quests are left. So that just kind of tells okay. you where we're at in the hunt, right? Is everything solved? Is it not? They kind of answer that question for us and they post stuff like that. So that that's kind of a point that I, I bring up to my audience a lot. Is like, yeah, everything's pretty much solved on Mauer. I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't for the data miners, we'd all still be hunting maybe. We'd be looking for something. But uh, it, it is what it is, right? I, I think, you know, at this point, um, as we get older, right? If we've been around for over a decade playing COD, as we get older, we kind of... I can burn out on things a lot quicker. So that's why with me, at least, I try to spread my time out across multiplayer, some war zones, some zombies. Focusing on one, at least at my age, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get burned out. I've been playing this mode for over a decade. So only so much I could play that's different at this point. But Outbreak was a breath of fresh air for me and for Jordy as well. I think we've both put in a lot of time into it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hopeful for not only the updates it gets in this game, but then how they bring it back again in their next Call of Duty, but even better better objectives. Maybe maybe no warping either or, or instant warping, not, not, you know, no long loading screens. Yes. Um, Stuff like that, but uh, I also have written down here in the topics box uh, something you wanted to bring up, which is what you sent me via DM. I think as we're talking about, you know, being a content creator and whatnot, these are some really important topics that people should hear more about. And I think that was another point we started this podcast for, which is bringing up what it is to do content full time and sometimes the, the, the challenges that come with it, because people might say, oh, you know, the boomer generation, so to speak, they might say, oh, you know, you're just playing video games for, and you're making money. It's like really not that easy, man. I wish I, I wish I had more time to play the game, right? Put so much more time into actual content than playing as much as I would like to. Um, but you first wrote, what do you think is the most important aspect of success as a content creator? I mean, I'll let you answer that first if you have something you want to say about that. And then I'll kind of I'll give my take. I have two things I want to say on that. Number yeah. one is quality. Number two is consistency. And actually yeah. one more thing. And number three is interacting with the people that, you know, F with your stuff. Yeah. And another <laughs> thing I wanted to bring up, DK, when I came back to YouTube and I first searched up Cold War on YouTube, your channel was the first one that I came across. And I've known of you since the start. Obviously, we haven't talked, right? Up until that's, recently. That's awesome. But I've, I've, I've seen your channel since the start. And I got to say, dude, I really, really admire your consistency. It's at a psychotic level, and I honestly wish you all the success. Hey, that seriously means the world to me, man. I like how you said yeah. psychotic level, because our psychotic level, because I, I do feel like that sometimes. I mean, Fajardi knows it yeah. firsthand. We go crazy with ideas, brainstorming. We finish one video, well, 10 minutes later, we're talking about tomorrow already. It's like, that's the grind, man. But I really appreciate you saying that, because um, I For think sure. specifically last year when Mono Warfare wasn't my cup of tea, I was thinking about, you know, what content do I post? I just tried the best to 
keep up to date with COD 2020 news, rumors, talking about everything, uh, bringing people up to speed with multiplayer, zombies, the Warzone integration. I cared about all of it. And people definitely have noticed that, I think. And it, it's been it's been an honor to grow the way that I have with Cold War, especially of all games. Cold War is my favorite Call of Duty in many years. People can call me biased. That's fine. But I think I just, I just enjoyed every aspect of this game so far that I think my channel reflects that a little bit. So um, it's, it's, just, it's great to also connect with creators who understand what it's like to to start off from literally the bottom, make nothing, and work your way up to where you can do it full-time or you can make a living. Yep. Um, yep. But consistency, I mean, that's, that's I think, even more important sometimes than almost the content itself. <laughs> it's just keep, keep, keeping the momentum alive because YouTube will punish you. You probably know this more than anybody. YouTube yes. will punish you if you take a couple of days off. It's like, you want to go on vacation? Yep. Sure, go right ahead, but at least schedule something, a couple of things yep. or two, and then keep the algorithm healthy while, while you're away, right? That's, that's always what's important. Um, it does, it does. Yeah. Yeah, the thing I yeah, the thing ahead. I find I mean obviously I can't talk from like a, a content creator perspective, or I mean kind of with like some of the stuff I make, but um I find it funny or, or I don't I don't know the story behind it, but you said you found DK in at the start of Cold War and like near that era. And like I, I was I've been doing thumbs for DK for like years. So I'm wondering how you came across me, because if chat doesn't know, I've I've done a decent amount of work for uh, for Casper Z, spicy, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I'm, I'm very, I'm very proud of that work. Um, definitely some of my favorite thumbs I've made. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering how if you found me through him or did you that is that, is that how you found me through him? Uh, yes, through him. I seen your stuff circulating on Twitter. I always yes. seen it. And Those retweets follow, matter, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. that's, Those that's retweets it. matter. That's, that's the that's networking. It. Yeah. I pulled up some of your thumbnails, man. You did some crazy oh. stuff. I'm like, bro, I'm jealous, but I'm not making any glitching videos, so Casper's got to take this, man. <laughs> I see some of these thumbs. I'm like, god damn, man. <laughs> crazy stuff here. Um, yeah, oh, there's. Man. Yeah, I actually, I didn't. I actually didn't know you were you uh, were going on vacation and, and you came back like two days early. So thinking back to it, I had a lot of pressure on me to to kind of grind out a lot of thumbs at that time because if I didn't and I just capped on you, that would have been like. <laughs> That would have not yeah. been the greatest thing for me. Yeah. yeah, I just like, yeah, sorry, man. Sorry, yeah. man, I can't do the thumbs. But I think I, I think I pulled through some of my best work I've ever done oh, in those thumbs. Dude. So. Right. You know how I feel about your work. Yeah. <laughs> the it's, same way DK feels about your um, work, I'm sure, you know? Yeah. I mean, I put in quite a bit of time to, to be where I'm at, but I seriously, I say this all the time, and I'm like, I have no idea where my marketing or my channel would be without Fajardi's input because not only does he do the thumbnails, but he's – Sometimes you need somebody on the outside to give you ideas or to kind of tell you what you could do better, you know, what's working, what's not. It's like having that having that outside of the box type person look in and, and help you out. That's so important. Um, on top of the graphics, I mean, I'm not good at all with, with graphics or thumbnails. I, I've clutched a few decent ones in, the, in, in my past, but already gives me some credit here, here, and, here and again uh, with a few things, eh, a little bit, but... <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's just unreal. I mean, even without renders, the, the stuff he was doing like Black Ops 4 and last year, oh um, trying hard to just make stuff work, do stuff different than other people, other people are not doing. Um, I want to ask you though, have you ever had somebody steal from you, whether it's thumbnails, uh, whether it's video topics? I mean, have you had the, the plagiarism issue yet with other people that can't come up with their own shit? <laughs> I... I had a lot of people steal my thumbnails uh, before Fajarti. Yeah. I make my own thumbnails, right? Yeah. Obviously nothing spectacular like his, but yeah. whatever I can do, I can do, right? I've had a lot of people steal thumbnails. I had a lot of people steal videos. Oh my God. For me, <laughs> I never did anything about it though. 
I never did anything about it because the way I feel is if I go after somebody, it's going to give them more reason than I'm wanting to give them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, from, it's like my shirt, right? Who are these people? Literally, who are the people that, that wake up and they're like, you know what? I have no ideas today. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to grab somebody's crap and I feel, I feel great about it. Go to going to sleep happy while stealing something. But you're a good man because you, like you said, you didn't want to kind of bring them more attention or bring more attention to them by calling them out or striking. And I respect that because I mean, just, I think two days ago, which you already pointed out, he made a roadmap for me for a season five video and somebody already cut out the boxes and put it in their own thumbnail. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know, I could strike. I could, I mean, they don't, they don't even have a Twitter or a contact. I can DM them or else I would have went that route. But it's like, of course I could strike. I, I can go that far, but I, I don't want the kind of energy. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not that big of yep. a deal. If, if they steal, if they go crazy and steal something, I'm like, damn, like that's, that's, that's crossing the line. Then I'll kind of go that far. But it's like, I, I really like bringing people together, being civil collaborating it's like I, i'm not a fan at all of like you know the the, the call outs and the drama it's like i it doesn't look good for any any parties involved you know it's just not something you want to you want to deal with when you wake up definitely um i mean surprisingly enough i haven't seen a lot of my uh of my renders like actually stolen without credit which i think yeah. i mean knock on wood i guess but yeah not <laughs> um <laughs> yeah not going but yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, maybe it's because of my size or how short of time I've been making renders. Um, but yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of that, uh, right. with stealing wise I'm on my front. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, it's, it happens. It's just, it's the nature of the game. Um, it, it's always, it's always funny to see somebody out there that's like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not copying, but then they mimic exactly how you do something. And it's like, we all, we know, <laughs> we, we know what's going on. It's like, you're not, you're not fooling anybody. Um, you see that every now and again, but this next point, I think really hits home for me. As you wrote, how do you handle a low on YouTube mentally when views subscribers are low and you feel you're in a slump? It's a great time to talk about this because after the Activision lawsuit came in, all of a sudden, I mean, the performance of my channel overnight was, it was very strange. You would see less interaction with videos, uh, less comments. I mean, things got really strange literally the day after the Activision lawsuit came in. So I was already panicking. I'm like, did this lawsuit impact content creators? ability to cover call of duty even though as you probably know already the allegations are coming from the world of warcraft blizzard side of everything not even call of duty or activision i mean activision owns blizzard but this is a whole different department that we have nothing to do with and it's like how is call of duty being affected by this well it's that mentality going around you have to boycott call of duty you know stop playing the game screw activision but you know there's developers who are innocent have nothing to do with this so why boycott the game which may potentially get them laid off right it's like that's not let's not approach this like that let's approach it the right way uh, address it talk about it but i mean boycotting call of duty creators and that's not the way to go right so i was a bit worried about that so i had a bit of a low uh last week when this when this lawsuit came out and i mean no matter how long you've been doing youtube for the lows always hurt i mean it, it's something that uh, you got to realize just the nature of YouTube. You have highs or have lows, but I think the more you stick through the lows at the end of the day, uh, the higher the highs will be. Kind of a tongue twister there, but um, you stick to those lows as long as you can. Then when those highs come back in, it, it just it, it serves as a reminder for you that you're on the right path. And you're doing what you need to be, you're doing what you need to be doing. Um, I've been doing YouTube full time as a job for the past like two and a half years, but I've been making videos since a good about ten years ago. Um, but as a job, it's, it's a whole different scene. It's like, you got to really pay attention to things and make sure that you're posting the right content to keep the bills paid. Right. It's a, no, no joke there, but how do you feel about the lows of YouTube? Right. Do they ever, do they get to you the same as they would have years ago or, or have you gotten better with adapting to the, the, the ups and downs? What would you say about that? Uh, so DK, when I, 
when Cold War came out in my first month, I believe I got 40,000 subscribers. Wow. Uh, 40,000 subscribers. It's, it's approximately around there. Uh, don't take me exactly, but around there. And then a month or two after, I got not even 1,000 in a month. So right. I went from the massive, mo the biggest high I could possibly even imagine to the biggest low, right? And uh, the only thing is, dude, the way I see it, if you give up, you're never going to get out of it. And that applies to absolutely anything. Right. If you just call it quits and say, oh, shit. And that's another thing. You know, to me, an excuse is always an excuse and a complaint is always a complaint. It doesn't matter. That's what it is. Um, fucking head down. Sorry. Uh, pardon oh, my language. <laughs> uh, no filter down. on the podcast. Go ahead. Head down, grind through it, and sooner or later you'll come out of it. And if you don't, if you say, you know what, oh my god, I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna sulk and I'm gonna cry about how unfair this is and how much views this guy's getting and I'm not getting anything, well then enjoy sitting down there, you know. It's a it's a it's a really good point because constantly what Fajardo and I talk about, we see this all the time, is people that are inconsistent will come back for like five minutes, not get the views yeah. they want, like oh yeah, I'm done, I'm done. And then it's like, it's that constant pattern. If you just stick it through a little bit, you'll see a lot of improvement over time. That's just the way YouTube goes. But Call of Duty specifically is tough because of what I would say the oversaturation is in the community. Everybody's posting everything. It, it, it there, there almost is no secret or formula to being truly original with Call of Duty YouTube videos. I mean, how, how original can you be? But people can definitely notice when you have a niche, when you have a certain style with, you know, your editing or thumbnails or commentary. It's like, yeah, try to stand out in some way, but get, but actually put in the effort if you want to see any type yeah. of growth. I mean, it's crazy, but it's like you said, I mean, you get 40K subs in a month and the next month less than a thousand. I mean, it doesn't mean that a month after that you won't gain maybe five, ten thousand again. I mean, it's yeah. be up and down, but um, altogether, it, it's like I joke sometimes. I'm like, well, sometimes you don't want the highs to be too high because then it'll set the expectation a bit too high for you going forward. Yeah. You kind of got to, you know, keep, keep it neutral where the growth is there, but not too crazy to where you, you know, you start going crazy expecting that all the damn time. I mean, it, that's just the way, that's the way it happens, man. But we're kind of at this point in the life cycle of a call of duty now where typically you see a, a bit of a downward spiral for most channels. Then it's going to, it's going to pick right back up as the reveal of the next one, the next call of duty comes out, you know, very, very soon. So luckily though, we've gotten so many updates. We're spoiled with Cold War with, you know, week, literally weekly updates. So I can't complain about what there is to cover with this game. There's just, there's always so much happening. I mean, I, I can't really complain. Um, but yeah, I mean, you stream on YouTube as well, right? Not, or Twitch. Yes, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. Okay, so you're, you're one of the few people that I know that, that sticks to just one platform, right? You're not, not, not really interested in uh, branching out to Twitch at least. I'm not a fan of Twitch, but it's, uh, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Will you ever branch out to that too or, or just stick on, on one? So I remember Twitch back when it was under under the domain Justin.tv. Justin.tv, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I tried it out. I just was test back in the day, you know, back in transit yeah. zombies. I was testing out just some settings, and that's really the only time I ever used Twitch. Got it. Uh, will I ever branch off into it? Maybe in the future. But at the moment, I, I'm very happy with YouTube. I'm very happy with YouTube. The only thing that I kind of, you know, wish was a little bit different was the 70-30 split on the Super Chats. That is, yeah, <laughs> that is something. Decent, decent chunk, and I get it. You know, without them, without the platform, it would be zero. But right, yeah, right. no, no buts. I just, you know, wish it was a little different. But to totally <laughs> understand. Yeah, totally, totally understand that. Um, <laughs> somebody said in chat the uh, Discord link isn't working. I'll have that looked at in a sec in a little bit. Yeah, Discord's been acting weird uh, lately. Um, but yeah, d definitely looking at how YouTube streaming is kind of coming on the up and up. Right now, they're introducing clipping. Uh, going subscribers only in chat, uh, which I'm going to activate now as, as a bit of a test again. I like using that feature. It's pretty cool. 
Um, all we need now is gifting for memberships. It's like gifting subs on Twitch, right? We need, we need to bring that over into uh, into YouTube. And Casper with a $10 donation. Too generous, my guy. Didn't have Let's to do go. that. Man. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that, my guy. Yeah. 70-30 um, split. 70-30 split. Yeah. So I made <laughs> what, what I make. Uh, I could have done the stream labs, dude. My bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah. That's no problem, <laughs> man. So, yeah. My bad. People, people, uh, people talk about that a lot, and maybe that'll change with them. I mean, Google, Google's already rich as it is. I mean, why, why keep it doing oh, seventy yeah. thirty? Let's go to ninety ten or something at least. Right. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take that. Right. But yeah, YouTube streaming has improved quite a bit. I think is on par with, uh, with Twitch. I think in my eyes, at least, it's it's on par with a lot of those features Twitch has. You know, not all of them, but as as some of the juicy ones. Uh, you also wrote here, uh, what made you want to start YouTube, and if it didn't exist, what other path would you like to go down? So. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do in your in your actual career? Like, I know you do YouTube pretty often, but it's not it's not full time, right? You do something no. else on the so side. I went to school and I graduated from construction engineering. And when nice. I finished, I said, you know what? Screw it. I like construction, but I don't love it. And I said, <laughs> if I'm going to get if I'm going to give YouTube another shot, now's the time right before the release of Cold War. Oh, yeah. Uh, so now I'm actually working with my dad. We work in a countertop production facility. Uh, fabrication granite and quartz nice. for residential and commercial sites so that's what i'm doing right now as a day huh. job you know during the day and yeah. then i'm busting youtube as hard as i can when i can and i also as a hobby i do automotive photography and i'm looking to branch into <laughs> real estate and just get into video <laughs> yeah look at this guy man all over the place with the, with the that's awesome just keep just yeah. branching out and doing it doing, doing everything possible we have that in common yeah. my father also owns a business he uh he's a general contractor does uh you know carpentry plumbing sprinkler the work so a lot of developments which i have an interest in i do like it so i think i'll definitely be getting my feet wet with uh, that side of the business very soon as i get older and whatnot but um you you managed to finish school i was in school for two years um and it was kind of one of those things where i'm like you know I, i've done editing for all these years making videos so i probably should go to school for production or editing right something in that in that field and after two years i was like look I want YouTube to work. I want to do it as a full-time gig. And I'm like, look, maybe it's not just the editing that I have a passion for. It's the commentary. It's the the community aspect of it. So I made a big risk or I took a big risk and I stepped away from school for a bit to do YouTube full-time. And, and it's it's been it's been an honor ever since. It's been a blessing, but obviously a big risk and something with you like YouTube that can collapse any given day. It's like, then what? What's your plan B? I definitely do have things lined up in the case that YouTube would fail. I don't think it will, but... Um, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, look, if I want to put my all into this, if I want to do this full time, I'm going to have to put in 110%, which is require all yeah. my time. So uh, I, that's what I did. And, and it's been it's been uh, it's been a dream come true. And we're going to continue living the dream as long as possible, as long as the platform exists. Right. As long as Call of Duty exists, I guess we'll, we'll get Respect. to keep going. We'll get to keep going. Yeah. And yeah, I can't lie. Right. It's scary. It's like, yeah. What happens if people lose interest in you? What happens if videos start flopping? It's like, you know, a lot a lot of uh, what ifs, a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas. But it's all about just, you know, keeping the right mindset and, and, and riding the wave. And that's all you could do really in this business. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, take I... some balls. Take some balls. But if, <laughs> yeah, if, definitely. If you don't, if you don't definitely. commit, it's not going to happen, right? Right, so. right. It's true. Uh, I definitely have a, a lot less, um, more, uh, what is it, inspiring story, I guess, since um, I, 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 I know you two are a lot older than me. I just graduated high school like last month. So um, at, yeah. the start of, at the start of Cold War, I had a rust bucket PC. Well, literally uh couldn't couldn't make i didn't even know how to make renders yet and then around like january november i invested like everything i had into a computer um before i even knew how to make renders before i even knew how to do any of that 
And uh, I went, like you said, you got to go all out on it. Take some balls to go out to go all out on it. And I did. And I think uh, there's probably some people in chat and you two know that uh, I definitely think it it, is paid off on my avenue with uh, the work I've been putting out. So Uh, that and that and school under COVID was absolutely terrible. And uh, I did not want to do it in the slightest. So yeah, huge payoff, man. I mean, we've had deep conversations before, which we could have again in future podcasts about, you know, the, the, the mentality or, or the, uh, I could say the, the common saying around the boomer generation or the older generation. It's like, oh yeah, you have to go to school. You have to do this. And it's like, not necessarily in this generation. There's so many new ways to be an entrepreneur new ways to expand the network that the old ways of going to school, getting a degree and applying for a job aren't the way anymore or is, isn't the way that you have to go down anymore. There's so many other things you can do. Um, nothing against people that go down that path. I mean, I, I would, I think I, at one point, one day, maybe, maybe I'll even go back and, and do something and get a degree in something as well. I think never say never, but um, I think it's important to come together with people that are taking the same risks and have the same passion of of content or whatever it is in, in the business world and kind of coming to an agreement that, yeah, there's so many new ways to, to make it that you don't have to be stuck in one mindset or stuck in one Avenue, stuck in one field. I mean, you can do whatever you, can do whatever you want <laughs> and nobody can tell you otherwise. Right. It's like, there's so many new opportunities that uh, unfortunately weren't around back then. So it takes the older generation a little bit more time to understand, you know, what it is we do, how we do it, how, how it, you know, produces uh, money to pay the bills. Right. So it's um, definitely a, a huge, huge topic that I'm passionate about talking about all the time with people out there that are maybe lost or looking for more guidance on what to do in their, in their career path. Um, but yeah, that, that's yeah. definitely, Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead first and all. Sorry, brother. I wanted to add something to that. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense to anybody but yourself. Whatever you have in your mind, wow. whatever your plan is, it doesn't yeah. have to make sense to a single soul except for your own. Because chances are nobody's, not many people will understand unless they're on the same kind of, you know, wavelength as you. Right. That That's a really good point. And it's like some people... That's going to make me cry. <laughs> some people may look to, towards someone else for guidance. And it's like, it's all about what's in the soul right here. It's like, you'll feel it when you're doing the right thing. And I've always felt like the path I went down with this has been the right thing, but there's times when I'm like, please, you know, somebody sh- show me that I'm on the right path, right? Maybe, you know, a sign from God or something. And 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 funny enough, I do get those signs quite a bit when, when some crazy opportunity comes my way or I meet somebody great. I'm like, this would not have happened if I didn't go down this path. So clearly we're doing the right thing here. So it's like, that's all the guidance I need at least. And and I love talking to people about that because it's always about, you know, going, going with your gut is really important. Yes, <laughs> and a, a lot of us have done that and, you know, we all have the balls to do it and, and, We've been, we've been happy with uh, with decisions, but I have so many interests in other avenues and my father's business and all types of things that I'm willing to take it all and do it all. You know, and, and retire at 30, retire at 40. We, that, that's possible now in this generation. You realize that it's crazy. You can do that oh, yeah. now. You can, you can make it that big when you're young and 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 be and be comfortable in life here. But <laughs> I have something crazy I have to pull up here because Fajardi found this. He sent it to a good a good buddy of ours, uh, Eric, and Eric went ahead and tweeted it. Uh, the funniest Reddit thread that everybody has to look at, because, I mean, if you don't look at this, I mean, it's going to change your perspective on things. So two years ago, this was posted. Posted by Blue Leader on Reddit. It says, zombies, make the Blackout map a playable map from a free roam type mode flooded with zombies with full perk machines, power weapons, vehicles as well. There's no purpose other than to survive as long as possible by scavenging equipment like barriers, razor wire, etc. in order to buy time or perhaps... A mode where one must outlive and out and out outrace outrace the storm until a helicopter rescue team at the final circle comes in. Ammo can become scarce, and teams need to go searching for equipment. And the zombies will have to be fast and hurt a lot, not just one damage here and there. What what did he just describe? <laughs> it's literally outbreak. 
a I special mode. I'm like, oh my Something. god, that's. I mean, to a T. Just described outbreak two years ago, and, and you go even further with the comments, right? Uh, the comments are so bad. I've never wanted the, anything the more. Ironic. Yeah, I never wanted anything more in my life. This would be dope. Uh, they won't do that because they're married to the shitty small map with no open space and infinite corridors idea. I can't remember an open map since Shino Numa 10 years ago. The idea is great, though, and would most likely be a lot of fun. What, what does that even mean? Oh, the irony. No open maps in Shino Numa. Origins? I mean, is that not open enough? I mean, that's huge. Gorad, I mean, Gorad's pretty massive. open. Some massive maps here. I mean, uh, uh, so, okay, there's that saying Treyarch won't take a risk, which they did a lot in Cold War. Like, a lot of risks. <laughs> what are other comments we have here on this? Now that it's something worth buying, then the dumb Shamrock and Awe event crap. We must spread this so that Treyarch series, I don't know what that means. Dude, this is genius. Hire this man. Damn, actually a very good idea. Bring it on. I'd honestly pay a lot of money for this. So much fun. Uh, that would be awesome. They can barely make a new multiplayer map, not to mention a free roam mode. They give us same maps and change the weather or lighting and try to act like it's some new fresh map. Treyarch was honestly, has honestly failed with this game. This is during BO4. So we'd love to hear, reach out to these people and ask them what they're thinking about Cold War right now. Because everything they ask for is in Cold War now. I mean, I said this before. I don't know if you agree with this, but every new Treyarch game directly answers the feedback of the last one. Quick example, BO3. We want more perks, not enough. It's only Widow's Wine. BO4, had like fucking 20. Uh, BO4, the quests are too hard. They're too story-driven, not enough fun gameplay. What does Cold War do? Very, very gameplay-driven, less story. Uh, less tedious perks, less tedious systems with the with the creative class. It was very straightforward. I mean, every game they've dropped has been answering the feedback they got from the last game. So it's like, come on, people. <laughs> What's going on here, man? Uh, first, what are your thoughts on this, right? People are, are, are a bit a bit hypocritical with, with Outbreak now. I mean, people were asking for it in BO4, don't want it now. I mean, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, what do I think about it? All I know is you can't please everybody. Yeah, that's it that's it you can uh, whether it be you know with content creation you upload a video right you're gonna have yeah. maybe 99 people in the comments that are very ecstatic about it and oh my god thank you thank you for this and then you got one person that grills you to death all right and no matter what you just can't please everybody i personally love the way they're going and <laughs> yeah a lot of people just shoot criticism out of their own ass but never really constructed anything themselves you know that's that's important it's like if you, you say something that bad, once i know you tweeted yes, yes, that you yes, tweeted yes, it yeah. Because it's yeah. like, if, if you're going to criticize something, at least offer some alternative, talk about ways to improve it, s yep. provide something, some value to your complaint, but saying, oh, it sucks, it's bad. It's like, well, what do you want then, right? It's like, what else could they do? Um, I mean, majority, I mean, you, you're the one that found this post. How ironic is it? I mean, what do you think about these double standards that go around for, especially zombies? I mean, I think zombies has probably some of the most hypocritical people out there that don't know what they want. I mean, <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking about this? Well, I like it. Uh... Like I said, I originally found it, or like you said, I originally found it looking for images for um, a project that I was working on that I'm sure yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about soon. Um, but yeah, when I came across it, I was like, uh, I, I was shocked. I didn't know if I was reading this if this Reddit post was made last week, and I, I had to look at the date. I'm like, wow, this is made two years ago. You you literally couldn't even distinguish between then and now because of how similar and how much the yeah. community still complains just like uh casper z said you can't please everybody even but the thing i find most weird about that is then when people are asking for something and they get it and then they're like double they double back on what they said and they're like oh no it's not uh battlefield in 2042 it's it, I, that's yeah, the argument I, <laughs> yeah 
And <laughs> it, it, it's interesting because you talk about like, you know, oh, if uh, if they drop zombies in the Battle Royale map, Blackout. I mean, how, what, how, what the, what's the difference between that and then dropping Outbreak on the Fireteam maps? I mean, I guarantee people that complain about Outbreak don't even play Fireteam in multiplayer. So why complain about the regions being for multiplayer? Like, why? It's like, and because of all the complaints, what do they do? They made Zoo exclusive to Outbreak. It's not mm -hmm. coming to multiplayer, even though I, Zoo is a great region. Would love to see it play in Dirty Bomb or in Fireteam Elimination. Now we're not going to get that because they're keeping it exclusive to Zombies. Just, just for the sake of saying, yeah, we have areas that are not in multiplayer here in Outbreak. It's like just to cater to those people. That's what they did to Zoo, and it, it's a bit unfortunate. But um, I just it, I think. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I said I was gonna think. I think it would be really cool if we did see that type of blackout outbreak in Black Ops yeah. Four because, um, if you don't know, Blackout had uh, buried in it in its entirety. Uh, so that would have been like like what's being rumored now is that. Uh, with different outbreak max coming, we could be seeing like I don't know, like a like a transit remaster, and then all the Victus maps made into outbreak experiences on the large yeah. scale kind of, you yeah. know, outbreak s thing. So that that's kind of I don't know. I think it's also kind of weird <laughs> that yeah. uh, it could have worked out that way. Yeah, Blackout definitely had the foundation for uh, a zombies experience of sorts, right? They already had mystery boxes, other weapons, boss fights uh, in the in the mode itself. So yeah, that would be cool to see. And that probably you know what. Let me, let me go as far as to say that probably was actually on the table. But when their budget got cut and they had to move to COD 2020, because Casper, as you probably know, Sledgehammer was making COD 2020. Things weren't working yes. out. And Activision's like, hey, get you out of here. Treyarch stepped in to, to replace them. And this fall coming up would have actually been a Treyarch game. But now they, they, had to, they had to release the game a year early. So maybe if that didn't happen we would have gotten an outbreak type experience to the blackout map. And I guarantee you the same complaints would have been had though. They were, oh, reuse battle royale assets for a zombies experience. I guarantee you people will still complain, but that probably wasn't the table. And they're like, you know what? We, we couldn't do it now. So we got to do it in our next game. And the next game is here, which is cold war. So, um, very, very, uh, <laughs> very ironic post there that it, it just, it aged like fine wine because it's exactly what we've been saying for months now is that people do not know what they want. They probably never will know what they want, and it's sad. But all we could do is enjoy what's being given to us and hope that the momentum continues with this kind of content because we're, we're loving it. We're digging it. Um, <laughs> up uh, in the chat said he's hungry. Hey, I'm hungry too, man. I actually had a long day today, which I wasn't a transition to right now, which is the charity. So in case you guys weren't aware, Zombies for Charity 3, the main event is happening next Friday. And I was honored to be picked as a team captain. And earlier today, I did stream Unlisted a captain's draft to that event. People in my Discord probably uh, tuned into that a little bit. So I have a team which consists of Better Pack a Punch, Revived Gamer, and K. K, uh, yeah, I forgot his Twitter at. Let me just pull it up on uh, on Twitter real quick. K Cosmic. Uh, K Cosmic. I don't know why I forgot his name for a second. Um, I still have yet to, to meet the guy. But yeah, those are my teammates for the charity event happening next Friday. Essentially, what we do is we compete. A bunch of teams go at it. In a bunch of zombies-based challenges, but luckily for us, the event is all Cold War-based. We're not going to BO3 or 4 at all for the event, so it's all Cold War. Uh, we just compete for fun, just in challenges and whatnot, similar to the structure of like ZWC, in case you guys are familiar with that. And then uh, all the proceedings go to um, a kid again, the foundation. So I think we already raised over a thousand in just a couple of weeks alone, and the main event will be next Friday. So hopefully you guys tune into that. I'll be streaming it live on my channel. And, uh, yeah, I was honored to be a part of it. Last year with Fajardi, we did Z for C2. Yeah. Raised about, I think, 6.5K for St. Jude's. And we nice, played, nice. I think it was a mix of BO3 and 4 uh, challenges. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to talk about of last year's one because uh, yeah. I'm not participating in this one because um, 
I felt like uh, someone else should have the opportunity to, you know, uh, be able to help right. out with charity uh, because I did it last year. And as, as much fun as it was, I would, like I said, I'd like to give someone else the opportunity to do it. Um, but yeah, the, I can't, the captain drop last year, that was so, I, I love that. That was so insane. We got like, yeah. Oh, we played so good in like the classified Easter egg challenge. That was we uh, did. We played our asses off. I mean, I'm not a speedrunner by any means, nor a competitive mm -hmm. zombies player, but I practice these challenges. I care about the mode, so I think I played fairly well today for not being a speedrunner. And a lot of people, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of people said that too. Like, hey, you're not a speedrunner. You still did pretty well. I'm like, yeah, I held my own weight. I tried my best. I uh, got some good times today. So yeah, that's the lineup of teams there, chat. In case you guys can see this on YouTube. Um, yeah, absolutely exciting event. I mean, it's always best to go above and beyond just content creation, do a charity, do something different, you know, stand up for a bigger cause. I mean, that's one of the best parts about knowing people and networking out is meeting people that put together things like this and then, you know, being a part of it. So um, honored to be doing it and cannot wait for the event next Friday. So I'll be, I'll be tweeting more about this event probably on my Twitter uh, starting Monday. I'll be putting out, you know, daily tweets leading up to this um, just to build up some more hype for it and whatnot. But yeah, absolutely insane. The commentator, Jason, who, he casted ZWC three a couple weeks ago. He's also uh, casting this event as well as he did earlier today for the for the draft. So a lot to look forward to here. In case you're a zombies fan, want to see some competitive speed runs. There you have it. So it's one for to, charity for charity too. Yeah, for the the, the best the best possible cause for charity. So um, really really excited about this. I mean, I, I I can't even put in other words here. I mean, it's just doing something that's bigger than yourself is always just the best feeling in the world. I mean, can't beat this. But uh, on top of that too. I also wanted to go into an important conversation about the updates regarding the Activision lawsuit. So we'll be careful with how we approach these topics. We don't want to get demonetized or uh, taken down, you know, for any reason here. But first off, when you saw these allegations, Casper, I mean, what what came to mind at first? I mean, were you shocked? I mean, what, or were you not surprised because this happens all the time in the industry? I mean, <laughs> what, what were you thinking about this? I wasn't shocked at all, honestly. I wasn't shocked at all. And if you want me to tell you exactly what I thought of, you know, gamers stereotypical gamers let's say right yeah you got a guy that's making tons of money who knows how his past was with women who knows how many women he's been with you know it might make a fellow go a little bit crazy and that was the case here i don't know exactly how it went down but was i surprised no and i have a feeling that it goes it happens a lot more often in society and different you know companies organizations but it just doesn't come to light it's uh it just gets more disturbing by the day, and I will put up a crazy update. There's actually quite a few updates here. First, something that I saw which, which struck my attention was that their stock crashed significantly, which is to be expected, but all of a sudden, another investigation got reported, which is that apparently, let, let, let me find this uh, this tweet here with it, if I can find, oh, here it is, I just found it. Um, another investigation started, and I'm like, it just keeps getting worse for them here. So as it says, Shareholder rights law firm Robbins LLP is investigating Activision Blizzard to determine whether certain Activision officers and directors violated the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 and breached their fiduciary duties to the company. Activision develops and publishes interactive entertainment, blah, blah, blah. So their stock crashed and another investigation started as to why it crashed. Did people pull out? I mean, did something get something on the rug? I mean, what is going on here? I mean, this is just... I saw that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I don't know if you're familiar with stocks or whatnot, but yeah, you look at some of these, some of these, you know, these numbers here and the way it crashed, and I'm like, wow, that's a dip. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dip. I mean, that's that's uh, that's something that you do not want to see if, if you have uh, any holdings in these companies here. But that happened, and I'm like, okay, that, that's, a bit, that's a bit strange. And then you look at, you know, 
a Cosby suite, images, hard proof. So for those out there that are like skeptical on these allegations and whatnot, there is hard evidence being posted, images, DMs. I mean, stuff that I, I just scratched my head and I'm like, first, I mean, not only is it fucked up, but second, why do people think in this day and age you're going to get away with shit like this? With all the social media, cameras, phones, you're going to get caught. I mean, yeah. were you that cocky or that high up there that you thought, oh, you're invincible? I mean, I, don't, I just don't understand. I'm, I, it's, it, it just blows my mind that shit's still going on in 2021, especially with no. how inclusive our generation is now and how things have changed over the past few years. It's like, where are you expecting to go with this? I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really don't get it. Um, it's really disturbing to see even more allegations being posted. DMs, I mean, familiar names people actually know who work at these studios. Um, even today, there was more that got posted. Let me let me pull up uh, some other reports here. There is, let's see what it is here. An Activision IT worker pleaded guilty to mounting a camera under the sink in a manner to point at the toilet in 2018. It's like... How, what I saw that. What on like Fajardi, help me out here, man. I'm I'm losing my losing my train of thought. How do I even put this in words here? What on earth is going on? Like what in the fuck? <laughs> uh, after I mean after the initial uh thing got posted, like well, maybe sometime last week, I I kind of just stopped paying attention to it because uh I almost kind of knew it would be this big rabbit hole and a while like I already said my thoughts about it. Um last last week on the podcast but so i won't like regurgitate what i said but uh yeah all you gotta know is that definitely there's there's a lot more than meets the eye and it's being uncovered now and now we just gotta hope the legal system does its uh justice i i think a problem i have is that if i were to say innocent until proven guilty people automatically assume i'm saying the allegations are false not to believe the women it's like that's not what i'm saying at all but let's let the legal system do its job. Let's have this go to a court of law. And then at the end of the day, when all the facts are presented and the termination is made, then we can talk more about it. But for now, these are, these are allegations and there's hard proof to support a lot of what is being said. So for now, we're, we're looking at this. We're like, yeah, it seems like it's true, but we have to let the legal system do its job before jumping to conclusions, boycotting things. Um, a lot of work has to be done, but I think it was brought, or it, it was it was beautifully put together by Eric last week when he said, look, us as content creators shouldn't have the floor about this topic. I think who should have the floor here is the women involved, the victims, people that have a say in what's going on in the legal proceedings, right? Us as content creators, we can raise our opinions about this, raise some concern, but I mean, what can we add to this conversation? What can we add to the to the situation, right? Um, what I did see though, and I'm, I'm sure you guys saw this as well, a lot of Call of Duty channels, specifically ones that don't like the game anymore, but still make videos for whatever reason, uh, we're milking this quite a bit, you know, saying, oh, this means, you know, Call of Duty's on hold, delayed, you know, zombies is over. I'm like, what? first off, I mean, you look at the legal documents. This was on the Blizzard World of Warcraft side of things, not Call of Duty. Secondly, it's like the way you milk this day in, day out. It's like, well, how are you helping the cause here? Yeah, you know, that's cl bad. Click, click baiting the situation because the videos are doing well for these people, clearly 80K, 90K, 100 I mean, these videos are doing well because the topic is huge. But it's like, do you feel like you're helping anything by making these videos? Especially when all your previous videos before that are like, oh, FCOD, SBMM, anti-cheat, zombie stuff. It's like, you know, you already aren't painting a good picture for Call of Duty as it is. And then you want to yeah. milk this. It's like, I mean, come on, man. It, it, that, that's what I've been seeing the past like two weeks or, the, or not two weeks, past week while this case has been uh, public. And, and I'm, just, I'm just not a fan of that. I, I didn't want to make a video just talking about this. I've kind of talked about. Uh, this information, you know, as, as topics in my pre my previous videos, but 
to title a whole video just about this. Yeah, maybe one, but it's four, five, six. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, it's just, it's not, I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think it's helping anybody at all. Um, but Casper, I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about the, the Call of Duty content creation community, right? Do, do you see a lot of uh, shady faces here, here and again? Or, <laughs> or do you not pay attention um, to them dude. that much? For example, uh, tying right back to exactly what you just said, for example, with the COD Mobile release or whatever was going on with the old crew coming back, right? Yeah. Richtofen, yeah. all those guys. And I've seen a ton of, ton of videos, you know, oh, Richtofen, that crew is coming back. You know, they got him in the thumbnail and it has nothing to do with the Call of Duty <laughs> that we're playing. You know, it has yeah. nothing to do and it's not going to come back to that Call of Duty, but they make it seem that way. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, you know, that's part of being a content creator is drawing people in. But what I'm taught, this is entire clickbait because you yeah. know yourself, you're trying to get people into this video and you know that that video is not about what you're trying to get people in for. <laughs> and yeah. the thing is, these people that make the videos don't give a shit. They do not care. They don't. As long as the views roll in and the money rolls in. I don't give a shit. You know, you know, you know what's crazy about Cold War is that Cold War has shown people's true colors because there's some channels out there that are fairly large that have come out and admitted openly they've been doing it for money, that they don't actually like the game. And I, I give them credit at least for admitting that because we knew that to begin yeah. with. But when they come yeah. out and admit it, it's like, all right, at least at least they, they, they've aired out the truth, you know, finally after so long. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's not, not to say you can't take a break or you can't do something else if you're not feeling it. But... When you, when, when you step away for so long and come back at specific times, right? Like December when the CPMs are high or when a map comes out and you and you truly show that you don't care about the game in between the big launches. You just care about making those guys that you know are going to do well when the map's out and then you yeah. disappear for the... It's like, you just know. Or, or even channels that are, are doing well because they're getting good views, but you can tell they don't actually know what they're talking about, right? They, 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 go, and they go off on topics oh. and rants. They're like, oh, what about this? And I'm like, that is out or that it, well, that was confirmed. You just don't pay attention. You don't actually care. You don't play the game or even, even yeah. beyond that. People that don't actually play the game they're talking about. There's only so far that you can go talking about, you know, new DLC or the news and whatnot. Uh, or you see people that have an opinion, right? Let's say it's a big channel that doesn't like said game, said map. So then what they'll do is they'll make it seem like it's factual. The map sucks or the game sucks. It's like that. Yeah. You do that and then the sheep mentality comes in. The sheep mentality of the, their followers that just repeat everything they say. They, they have no critical thinking skills. They'll just pass on what, the, what their favorite YouTuber said and then boom, it's a downward spiral. That's what happened in Black Ops 4. Luckily, you weren't making content in that year, so you don't have to deal with any crap like that. But during Black Ops 4, again, everything everything people wanted in Black Ops 3 was in Black Ops 4 for the most part. Um the game had some mistakes. There, of course, wasn't perfect, but it was a lot of the larger creators talking crap. Just a, a downward spiral of just negativity. And what happened? The community continued that negativity, just kept spreading it, spreading it. And what happened? Done. The game stopped getting supported after you know a certain amount of time. Either way, triggered the work yeah. on Cold War. But Black Ops Four probably would have got a little bit more love if, if not for some of the hypocrite uh, content creators out there. And, and then what? You know, they disappear for the Modern Warfare cycle and come back for Cold War. Like, like nothing ever changed, right? And you, you could just tell when when there's no passion. You could tell when they don't actually care. Um, but a good point, like I said about clickbait, you know the difference between clickable and clickbait. Clickable, you know, a good bold title, even exaggerated, yes. but still honest. A good thumb, yeah. you know, a, a, a pop, you know, eye, an eye appealing thumbnail, you know, something yeah. something to draw the attention in because that's the point of content. But clickbait yeah. to me is when you literally lie in the title or thumbnail or perceive said content or yourself as something that it's, that, that it's not. Um, so people have to learn the difference too, because sometimes you see people out there that don't watch the video in full, or they'll assume something, and then it's oh, it's clickbait, but they didn't yep. watch the video. It's like, <laughs> it's like, please know the difference between what those words mean. A lot of people don't, but you know that, that's just the, the nature of the business. What are you gonna do? Um, Definitely. 
but what you see as well is people that uh, oh yes yeah, so somebody in chat wrote that I was about to say that uh, Pax mentioned Col- colder zombies is dying brings up Google Trends Google Trends is not that reliable for stuff like that but you want to go on Google Trends you'll see that Cold War has outperformed Black Ops 3 Black Ops 4 in certain avenues Google Trends isn't always consistent I mean certain keywords may, may, may boost popularity I mean you can't go off of one thing to say something sucks right it's it's just the arguments people have sometimes for why something's bad doesn't always make sense and it's probably because they don't like it personally so they're trying to persuade people to agree with them right that's that's kind of yeah trying to cope <laughs> trying to cope. pretty much there you go <laughs> trying to cope it gets frustrating though it's like what when does this stop when do we get a community that thinks for themselves and, and comes up with their own you know opinion of a game and tries things before judging maybe we'll never get that but you know um that's what influencers do they influence so if they influence the wrong idea wh- what happens right the obvious that's just going to be continued but you know that, that's, that's just that's just the uh observations i've had over, over the past couple of weeks with that but um overall though to wrap up the topic with the lawsuit i just think it's it's again disturbing but doesn't reflect the values of any good creator i know myself included i mean we p- people out there were saying oh we gotta stop playing call of duty you gotta boycott the game and it's like First off, even though COD wasn't connected, I get it. You want to voice your concern, but there's innocent developers who could get laid off by games underperforming. So, do we really we want that? It's it's just it, it does nothing good for them. It, it's not fair. So there's other there's other ways to, to 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 find solutions to these problems. And I don't think I don't think boycotting the game is that solution. I think there's so many other ways for the legal system that we can we can get to the bottom of this stuff. But oh yeah. Um, it's like if someone told you another thing too. If someone tells you, "Oh, well, you're in support of corporations and you don't believe the women," if you keep playing COD, it's like that's it's not true. <laughs> far, far no. from the truth, man. Far yeah. from the truth. It's not. That's just not. That's just not it. Um, I also have here big creators quitting Warzone content. So I think Courage posted a video earlier today, or was it yesterday, about taking a break, and he's not happy with the state of Warzone. Um, I want to ask you personally: do you, do you see a lot of the? same tweets and complaints i do every single day skill-based matchmaking anti-cheat i mean do you just tune it out at this point or, or do you or do you look at it every once in a while and you you know take a read or whatnot how do you feel about that crap <laughs> uh me so what i do is sometimes let's say break at work i pop onto twitter and i just let's say yeah. um i go to one of the posts whether it be from call of duty or whoever it may be and i read the comments and it's always the same thing it's always yeah. the same thing. Skill-based matchmaking, Warzone anti-cheat, you know, we got hackers, losing to hackers, tourneys, uh, tourneys with money, and there's hackers in them. It's the same shit all the time. <laughs> it's gotten so old at this point where I don't even, yeah. I see it and I'm like, wow, <laughs> cool. I just, I I have no, I have like no more thoughts on, on uh, the typical complaints every week. But what I will say, and like I said many times, the fact that Warzone's free opens the door to that kind of behavior, that kind of cheating, yeah. that kind of hacking. Even if a better anti-cheat got introduced, it still won't remove the problem entirely. There will always be people that find the need to cheat, and it's just, it's not going to stop. But with bigger creators leaving the scene, I mean, how do you think that impacts the community going forward? Like, do you think they'll come back, or do you think it's it's just, it's something that they, they permanently do, and they move on to other games? I mean, Fajardi, first, I'll, I'll ask you, I mean... What do you think is going to happen with the Vanguard integration? Will people come back, try it, and say complaints again? Or do you see some actual change happening in the foreseeable future? I mean, what's going on with that? So I know, I know, DK, you're going to agree with this because, like, it's basically what happened in, in like, Black Ops 4 when people didn't like Black Ops 4, so all the big people started leaving. It left an opportunity and a, and a huge window and basically a mm. gap to fill for someone like, for example, you, to make your breakthrough which that's what happened that year 
you got your breakthrough that um, you wanted with content. And um, obviously that comes with consistency and everything, but I think there could be something similar on the horizon here with more more people, big people stepping back because of the direction the game's going in. It could leave a huge uh, shoes to fill for smaller creators. And I think uh, that they definitely, the people that are leaving, I, there's a lot of um, questionable tweets they've been putting out saying like, oh, there's literally zero anti-cheat and stuff along those lines. <laughs> so I don't necessarily see it as a, a bad thing. Um, but I, I make this joke all know. the time and it's like when multi-millionaires who've made hundreds of thousands at least playing Warzone tweet out, there's no anti-cheat. I don't, I, I just, I don't get it because clearly there's an anti-cheat. It might not be a great one. There's an anti-cheat that, that works. It does something. People get banned all the time. But to say there isn't one at all just blows my mind. But really like what you said there about the big breakthroughs with, with lesser known channels, right? When the when bigger channels tend to leave or take breaks, it opens up the opportunities for a lot of other people to step in, kind of fill some of those voids and do something. I guess, I guess the thing though about that is when those people come back eventually, do, do they then take back the audience those smaller channels had built? Do they kind of mess up what the smaller channels were building in that meantime? Or is there enough pie to go around for everybody? I, I, I certainly think it's the latter. There's enough pie for everybody. I think anybody could you know build an audience and keep it if they're consistent. But it, it, it definitely is concerning sometimes when somebody works hard for something or has to work for extended periods of time to build an audience and then some bigger guy comes back after an extended break and is like, oh yeah, I want to come back, make some money and you know grab my audience back and you know keep going as if I never left. That gets frustrating to see. But I definitely think, especially zombies, because Casper's on here, we'll, we'll talk about that. Especially zombies, the community that plays or covers the game now and isn't a fan of Outbreak more than likely is going to be done with zombies after I think this game. I don't see people sticking around, at least until COD 2023, Treyarch's next game. I don't see people sticking around um, if Outbreak is the future, right? And you even see this now with COD Mobile. Outbreak is already going to be added to mobile. I mean, that just tells you how successful Outbreak's been. That they're adding it to COD Mobile at this point. So, I mean, Casper, I ask you this. If Outbreak is the future of zombies and round base kind of fades away, are you still on board with that to give it some opportunity, give it a try, or will you kind of transition yourself into something else? Or, or, do, you, or do you think Outbreak can, can maintain the, a similar audience? I mean, what do you think about that? I think whatever they put out can maintain a similar audience. Uh, I, I stick behind the fact, uh, no matter what you do, unless you evolve with society and with the times, you're going to die. Yep. If you lock yourself into one specific thing and you're not going to change because this is what I do and this is what I always did, that's not going to go well. Um, I personally well. love Outbreak. I love Outbreak. It's just I played it a shit ton, right? So it got it got old for me fast. Yep. Uh, so I absolutely I. love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, un unless you evolve and you go with the times and you adapt to new things, try different things out. Sorry, man, but you're going to get left behind. <laughs> yeah. Very, very quickly, right? The whole no toy left yeah. behind doesn't work on yes. YouTube, man. You, you will be left behind. No, no. Very, very Nobody quickly. gives a shit. Nobody and, cares if you're, oh, I, I don't want to do this because this is not what I do. Nobody yeah. cares. They just won't watch you and you won't get your views. I, That's true. I, I, I think it's so funny how you <laughs> say it. No so one true. cares. Think about it, right? If you take, especially if you're smaller, if you take a break, or if you say, let's say the new popular thing is something you don't like. If you take a break or you say, oh, I'm not going to cover that, 
people will move on faster than shit. They'll find someone else that's covering it or, or posting it or streaming it. That, that so quick they'll forget about you so quick i mean oh, yeah. for for me i'm very i'm very fortunate and honored to have you know a, a very reliable audience and, and people on the discord server i mean i appreciate every single one of these people that sticks around every day similar faces in the comment section means the world to me but I, if i took a year break or let's say i don't cover the new call of duty that comes out or i i'm gonna say oh i'm just gonna cover halo this year you know screw what everybody subbed to me for i guarantee you the audience is gone for, i mean it you might maintain a few people here and there but People yeah. will forget about you. There's so many people on the internet that can take your place in five minutes that they will forget right. about you. So it's like I said earlier, people out there, they come back for five minutes to make a couple of videos and they complain about growth and views and they leave again. It's like, it's, it's a, it's just a never ending conversation that you're never going to, you're never going to make it like that. You have to, you have to make some sacrifices and take some leaps of, take some leaps of faith here with, with the way you do content. I and mean, that's the way it is. Um, yeah. it, <laughs> I mean, a lot of it's like I said. It's like I said earlier too. It's like with the way content works in Call of Duty's community, how original can you possibly be, right? So of course there would be similar people out there making similar content. I mean, it's that's the nature of the game, nature of the beast there. But uh, Outbreak, though, I, I see a huge future for it. I see it going free to play like Warzone. I see it being its own application. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and COD Mobile specifically, I don't know. Are you familiar too much with COD Mobile? Have you played it? A little bit in the never. past. Never played it. Okay. Never. It's it has a very large audience, my guy. So I, I'll, I'll say this: if the mainstream series ever goes to shit, I don't think it will. But if it does, don't sleep on COD Mobile <laughs> for content, especially when Zombies comes back to it. That'll be more more your cup of tea. Uh, there is a very large community for the COD Mobile COD Mobile scene. I mean, I think out of anything Activision owns or does, COD Mobile, I think is is their main piece of the pie. I think, right, I think we, we went over that before. Uh, we went over some statistics that they released from an investor's call or, or something. And I think um, COD Mobile was, was some of their, their hot shit, some of their hottest shit, I should yeah, say. Yeah, COD they, Mobile is definitely making billions. Unbelievable. I'll take your advice, TK. I will. Yeah, worth worth looking at. I mean, I, I want to say this Sunday is, and I actually dropped some marketing an hour ago, which I missed. We'll actually look at it right now live. I think it's a zombies what? teaser. Let me pull this up on Twitter. Go to Play Cod Mobile on Twitter. I think it's oh, just Oh, Cod Mobile. I was like, did you miss a <laughs> there was a trailer teaser? Not not for Cold War, but at least something juicy, right? Uh we have somebody shooting a Dark Ether crystal. We have some zombies here. We have a big ass portal in the sky. So teaser for Undead Siege, the new mode coming to Cod Mobile. I think this is a full trailer, actually. This looks huge. Holy crap. We're reacting live here. <laughs> we got Dempsey in there. We got a zombie. Uh, Nikolai, okay, okay. New new enemy type there, prepare for battle. Massive uh, open world experience here. And all new mode being played on the isolated Battle Royale map as well. Lots of new enemy types. New weapons there. Looks like some vehicles. This look, yeah, this is crazy, man. Richtofen looking at something. All right, so it seems to be an Easter egg of sorts that we'll be able to unra un uncover here. I mean, this looks, cra this looks cool. I I'm, I'm excited for this. What is the official well, launch date for this? Why is it hard to find a launch date for season six? Season six is live. It's uh, it, that goes live. Uh, it says tomorrow at five p.m. Pacific time. Because I know Slums is already live in multiplayer. The new operator, yeah. so part of season six has already begun in COD Mobile. But well, yeah, the, the siege zombies mode specifically is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, tomorrow at five p uh, Pacific. Tomorrow or Sunday? Make sure it says. It just, it just says tomorrow, okay. so I'm guessing it's Saturday. Very, yeah. 
interesting stuff. I mean, yeah, Casper, may, maybe you'll you'll get your feet well with this this summer or something. Maybe g give it a try for a video or two. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I actually know a lot of people, YouTubers, that started doing zombies. They grew their channels doing zombies, but they ended up switching over to a game like Clash of Clans, and oh. that's what ended up leading their channel. Wow, that's a jump. Yep. Zombies to Clash yep. of Clans, huh? Yes, and dude, yep. I'm talking about the views in the millions. Yeah, <laughs> it's their most popular videos. Yeah, um, if my, so yeah, I'm with you there. If my path in life or on YouTube is to transition to COD Mobile full time and 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 get million view hits, hey, I'm I'm cool, man. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm not complaining. It's still Call of Duty. It's still Call Straight of Duty. Up. People might look at <laughs> might look at it and be like, oh, well, it's on mobile. It's silly. And I'm like, dude, it it still plays like surprisingly, shockingly well for a mobile game. I, the battle royale is great. I had fun playing it the other day for for some footage. The zombies was fun while it lasted. They got rid of it last summer. They only released Shinonuma. It had an Easter egg and a boss fight. It was cool. But they only released that map, even though we knew maps like Transit and Nocturne and Totem were complete. And they never dropped them. There was gameplay of them out there. People had played them early and stuff, and they just never released. Maybe they'll drop them now. But with this coming, I may do a stream this Sunday. I may, may have to get That'd a few. That would be cool. May have to play this out on Sunday. See how, see how it plays out. A little uh, Outbreak mobile stream there. It looks cool, though. COD Mobile, my God. I mean... It's like I said, I think if Vanguard or Modern Warfare 2 isn't my cup of tea, I will try my hardest to try to get my my audience to, to adapt to some COD Mobile because it's it's there's a lot of shit you can talk about. Lots of skins. I mean, uh, Fajardi, there's a way to unlock skins for free or are they all supply drops? There's no grind challenges system? Or um, how does it work? You know more about this than me. So, yeah, I, I used to play a decent amount of COD Mobile um, back before like I, I made uh, like renders and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there's... They have a really cool system. If you haven't played in a while, you go back and you get you get a free you get a free skin, right? And then it gives you a set of challenges that you have to complete to, in order to keep the skin. And the skins are actually great. So like I just hopped on the other day just to check check out what was going on, and like it gave me like this free like super cool operator skin. And it's like just play all these modes, complete these challenges, and you get to keep the skin, which I think that's that's pretty revolutionary. They also have like. 30-day challenges you log in every single day on the 30th day you get a cool skin <laughs> more content in mobile than, than the mainstream series bro sad to say <laughs> more I'm content yeah. the thing about COD mobile is that it's it's free and it's on a phone so you want to talk about probably the largest demographic of people that you can ever reach on mobile yeah. because if you even if you look at youtube statistics 60 to 80 percent of people that view youtube videos are on mobile yep and that, like, think about that, and you start thinking about countries like India that are starting to get access to internet yep. uh, at very large rates. That's that's a go. lot of people. I, lot actually, of people. I actually think the I think India had a majority of the player base too at one point for COD Mobile. We saw a statistic posted before by somebody. It was like probably last summer. And with this dropping now, I mean, here's the thing: if this outbreak mode is successful in COD Mobile, I feel like it may at least inspire or encourage some people to say all right let me give this a shot in cold war now let me see if i like it as much maybe because you know it's like i said earlier with influencers influencing people might have said oh yeah this sucks don't try it i'm i've seen this with black ops 4 already i've seen some comments out there that are like oh i, I was encouraged not to buy black ops 4 when it was in its prime but now i, I downloaded it while it was free on playstation and, and i'm blown away i'm sad i didn't play it in, in its core prime time and that's the thing verify things for yourself i you could trust somebody with their opinions or their takes, but yeah. still give things a shot for yourself before jumping to conclusions. I mean, uh, the inclusion of Outbreak on mobile could definitely help out Outbreak on console too. People might be more inclined to play it 
might inspire the player base to buy a full copy of Cold War. I mean, the more the merrier, but uh, it, I know you mentioned earlier with, with, with the, the premise clickbait, I, I wonder what what reasoning they had for bringing premise back for COD Mobile. I wonder if it was just in response to people complaining about their absence from Cold War or if it's because they know it, their appearances would, I guess, significantly improve the player base of zombies on COD Mobile. I wonder what the reasoning was. Yeah. I, I really wonder what they were what they were probably probably because of like the exactly what happened you had channels that were covering it posing it as main <laughs> mainstream call of duty content yeah and that just that people start watching the video and that's just that's just marketing it's right. just you could say it's genius marketing on cod mobile's half to bring back premise but at the end of the day they're classic characters people are going to love them love me either way so yeah good point, i think you can have some chaos you can have some chaos characters in there as well so you get, you get a bit of a, oh, a yeah. non-canon crossover with that um casper have you played dead ops for k3 i have to ask everybody this whenever they come on the podcast. i have i have i haven't <gasps> completed it i haven't beat the silverback mama silverback i think it's called i i think Vajarda uh, needs the needs the trophy on playstation still so I'm, yeah, on ps5 I on it. ps5 i haven't done it i am da- i mean i'm such a fan i'm down to be i'm down to do it i'm down to do it bro dead ops 3 i mean i i say this all the time dead ops 3 has more content than all of modern warfare combined like that dead ops 3 is about a good three four hour playthrough depending on if you take your time so much to explore so many secrets and just a, a, a compilation of everything you love about the previous dead ops iterations there's ether chaos all types of shit. i mean it is it is a lot of fun Especially in Cold War, man. I I I applaud Treyarch for their time on that. Uh, specifically, uh, Jugga Jugga, the Treyarch dev on Twitter, who is I think the sole developer of Dead Ops Three. He's done it all. He done, he's done it all himself uh, for, yeah, many, for many years now. It's funny. Nice. I nice. think I think Eric said this on the last podcast last week, but uh, the reason why Dead Ops gets like actual updates now is because I think the guy you're mentioning, he's like a. Uh, some type of head or something so he's like yeah we're gonna we're just gonna do this uh today <laughs> oh he got promoted I, to like st- uh studio something well yeah oh, CTO. Don't, don't quote me on that I don't, CTO. Yeah. yeah it says in yeah, his I, don't, I don't know exactly what it is but he uh well if he just found it then that's great but yeah he just he <laughs> wakes up one day he says you know what i want black up i mean uh dead ups arcade 3 to have this and have that and then it gets added so not, it's good not, now nice. he, now he has the authority to uh <laughs> to go and say I want to push for that post-launch dead ops updates because yeah I mean yep. if people are playing it why not and I think that everybody wanted a first person mode and we got one done like people all oh, we want we want checkpoints done we got a game mode of that too it's like there's there's so many ways to play it now it's incredible and and funny enough dead ops k3 is a part of z for z for c3 next Friday there's a dead ops k challenge which I'm, I'm so happy about because it, it always blows my mind on like zwc the like the bigger ones those bigger events never show some love to dead ops or you know or cold war that much it was like oh bo3 bo3 bo4 it's like i mean how do you feel about this casper are, are you are you beyond bo3 and 4 at this point i know you play more you play more bo1 and 2 but are, are you tired of that same nostalgic conversation like oh this, this it's like look forward not backwards right you can like yes, the old games I'm with you you yes, can like yes. you can like the old games but it's like yep. I, I i almost cringe hearing about these old games at this point it's like i'm so done i played them so much that i'm, I'm beyond done with them um, I want to hear about new things, new content, the, the new maps, right? I don't want to play the old ones. I've played them for 10 years, right? It's like um, people complaining about, oh, no, no Keener the Toten remake and Modern Toten map sucks. And it's like, what the hell would that, what would that have done? One room Yo, to, to try, I don't know. Mr. Like, Dalek JD said Kino's coming to Cold War. <laughs> well, <laughs> you remember that Chandelier teaser for, uh, <laughs> yeah, that Galova teaser for uh, Outbreak, yeah. they showed a Chandelier. 
And all of a sudden, oh what, what did you see all of a sudden? Kino confirmed. I'm like, Kino invented chandeliers, dude? I'm like, where did that come from? What does that mean? It's like... And, Kino. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, I'm sure there's other chandeliers in the world that they could have looked at, not just the Kino yeah. one. For, for Outbreak, I was like, oh my god. That's another, And it's the same thing with like, oh, uh, we had teasers for, what was it? Um, what's his name in Modern Tobin? Klaus. Oh, Ted's mm -hmm. coming back. And I'm like, Ted is Ted is not the only robot in the world, man. I, I, don't, I don't know where, where stuff like that comes from. It, it's very strange. Shit. But it's, uh, yeah, leaks that say Kino's coming in DLC 3. That's the thing, too, with, with any leak or, or whatnot. Always take it with a grain of salt. Always know that when information is presented or is leaked, it could change over time. And maybe, maybe that was the case at one point, and, and they changed it. So you know what? We don't want any remakes in our, in our new DLC maps. There's no point. Um, and I'm cool with that. I mean, if there's a remake section, cool. But look at D Machina. It has one area of knock, the only area of knock. The people are like, oh, D Machina's a knocked remake. Does D Machina play like a knocked remake to you? Or do you not even go to knock half the time when you're fucking playing the map? It's like, yeah. it's like maybe on the roof or something, but most I'm underground. I'm, I'm by the quick revive machine. I'm not really by yeah. knock that much. So it's like, is it a knocked remake? Yeah. No. Can I call Transit a Noct remake then? Because Noct's in Transit. It's the full version of it. So. Right. Um, some uh, donation here in chat. Cheek Clappin. Not funny name. Uh, my, my guy kind of off topic, but have there been any talks about a new Zombies Chronicles? I want to ask Casper. Are you familiar with all the Chronicles 2 debacle and rumors that have gone on for the past year? Have you been familiar with that? I was literally just about to ask you about this. I, I am familiar with them. Uh, decently familiar. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would absolutely love to see something like that, man. Got I would. It, I think it. it could stretch out Cold War and give it some life. Yeah. W which yeah. which maps do you think need to come back? The Victus ones? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to see, like, faithful remasters of, like, Mob, Nuketown? Because I know BO4 had remakes, but not remasters of them. What I'll tell you, I would, I would love to see Buried. I would oh, love to yeah. see Die Rise. That's the, just... It, you see, this is where people talk about the nostalgia, right? Um, I don't understand why people get their panties in and not over it. And, oh <laughs> my God, you know, this, that, oh my God, it was so good back then. Yes, you can respect it for the time, but the thing I like about it most is that those maps tie into a time of my life where it was still pure innocence. That's what makes it that much better. So I would pure like to innocence. see a map like, yeah, I would like wow. to see a map like Buried. I would like to see Die Rise. And honestly, I, I know Origins was already remastered, but that's just another map. That was actually when I blew up. Was wow. Origins when it released? Yeah. So you did so, uh, you did guides for the map and then like glitches yeah. or, or okay, yeah. cool. Have you, have you ever done news like I do, where you just recap all the news in a video, or, or do you you always stray away from stuff like that? I I I always like to teach. I always like to show how to do something. That's awesome. That, that's that's yes. great. Though. Yes. And like you like you say, that's your that's your skill. You know, you're very good at summarizing information. You're very good at creating news videos and informing people about stuff that's coming, stuff that's new, stuff that's addressed. For me, I just like to teach, show how to do this. That's Today I'm going to show you how to do this. Hell of you know? a niche, man. That's that's yeah. a great trait to have. I mean, on top of that too. I mean, when it comes to news, I I, I don't know where the passion is really. Is it the news? Is it the informing people that are uninformed? I mean, I don't know what it is. I just I, I really do enjoy it and. I think when it comes to news in the COD community, I, I don't like to sugarcoat things. If something is announced or leaked and it's not good news or it could be bad news, could be either or, I'll, I'll talk about it. It's like, you know, air everything out, be honest, be vocal, cover things other people aren't. Um, there's also that that weird double standard, which we'll probably talk about more in the future. But it, it's like, do you cover leaks? Do you get in trouble for them? Because I'm sure you've seen before, like... A lot of channels will get in trouble for talking about leaks. I get showing things on screens probably not allowed to Activision, but 
just talking about him. If Charlie Intel makes an article, it's like that, that's not going to hurt yeah. anybody. But yep. you have the, the those people that say, "Oh, well, if you want to be a COD partner, you can't talk about stuff like that." But actual COD partners do. It's like, what's the what's the problem, right? We're not as long as we're not spoiling heavy story or showing code and like serious leak shit on screen. Just talking about it, having a conversation, you know, what's that going to hurt, right? Just I think that's fine. So I, I like to recap everything, whether it's official, non-official. Just you know, keeping the conversation going all the time, and um, for sure. Specifically, Zombies Chronicles, though that that was a really funny topic during the Black Ops Four season because there was a lot of leakers out there that had I think leaked just about all of Modern Warfare, everything, campaigned, guns, really? everything, and they were saying that there was a Zombies Chronicles Two coming to Black Ops Four, which would have had the Victus maps, probably some other shit, and unfortunately got canceled, scrapped, moved because of budget cuts. Treyarch had to work on Cold War. We don't know what happened to that, but then recently we had some insiders come out and say that the pack is moved to Cold War. And the maps are sitting there, so they could drop anytime. So yeah, like yeah, fingers crossed. If you guys can see that on, on, on the stream, fingers crossed. There, uh, I think that is perfect to release like post post cycle. Even if Vanguard's doing fine, maybe near Christmas, maybe in March, April next year, drop a crazy pack in Cold War, a season seven or, or something, right? With a lot of content to keep us going, right? I mean, Bo3 did it. Why not Cold War? If Cold War has outperformed Bo3 in many avenues, why not do that? Because if you, you remember, right, Chronicles came out in. Chronicles 1 came out in, I think, May of 2017, which was during, when was, that was Infinite Warfare, wait, yeah, Infinite Warfare's life cycle, so that was 2016, yeah, 2016 of Infinite Warfare cycle, they got a big update in BO3, DLC 5, crazy news, I mean, love to see that again at some point, no no new updates have service as of recently, besides what I just mentioned, um, for the person that commented that in chat, but everybody's crossing their fingers for it, We I think we'd love to see more content in, in Cold War, um, without a doubt. Um, do you like the the because uh, I know you, you play more BO1 and 2, but do you like the season structure with with DLC or do you like the BO3 structure with like map packs every three months? I mean, how do you how, how do you feel about the, the structure now of content? That was something that was completely new to me when I came back. Uh, I heard people talking about season ones and levels resetting and oh, it was yeah. all new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's such a new thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was all new to me, right? I don't mind the structure at all. I still remember, you know, getting going to my local 7-Eleven, uh, what's it called, convenience store, getting a Microsoft points card and oh, getting that map oh pack. Shino Numa, I remember. <laughs> yeah, to me, uh, with oh. war, you know, this keeps the this keeps the lifespan of the game a little bit more on the edge. Yeah, levels resetting. I never gave a shit about my level. Maybe Fair. when I was, you know, thirteen. I don't care about it now. Um, I like it. I don't mind it. It works for me uh, as long as we're getting content, you know, here and there. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Is it just me or has the complaint or had the complaints lately about the prestige system kind of died down a little bit? I haven't heard anything. Because I, yeah. I, I, I think I launched, you would see people or even a new season. Oh, level reset. It sucks. Just keep. It's like, but think about it. When a new season drops, you have four new prestiges to go through. It's it's something to grind for. If new crystals release to get like tier five, tier six, tier seven. for It's just when they it's always about spreading out the right content. Yeah. Well, one thing I'll say is like I'm not a fan of like for example, Black Ops Four or Black Ops Three ended with a certain amount of modes, but then Cold War launches with a lot less modes. You have to wait until like season four or five to get those same modes again. One in the chamber, gun game. I, I wish they would drop you know some of those party modes right away at launch. But for stuff like prestiges or content, when you spread things out properly, that's how you keep the game healthy. I mean, yeah. you, you probably know how big Fortnite was. So of course that, that that impacted the way Call of Duty works now with the seasons, the battle passes. I mean, if you're familiar with at least Black Ops Three, 
there were three year droughts where nothing would happen. No, no, I mean, not even tweets. Three months. Three, three months. months. Yeah, you said three years. Oh, I'm sorry. Three <laughs> My brain. Uh, three months. There would even be times when you'd go weeks without a tweet from Treyarch, a tweet from Call of Duty, even when it was their Call of Duty. So look how spoiled we are now with weekly tweets. Yep. I mean, it. It's crazy to see where we've come as a community with this game. Um, thank you For so sure. much, buddy. Sixty-eight in the chat here. Um, I keep mispronouncing this dinosaur. He's named after a dinosaur. The you, what is that? You, your, I can't say it. Maybe if it's already can say it. You, Uteranus. Uteranus. Yeah, Uteranus. I think uh, who said it right? Before? I think uh, somebody said it correctly in a stream I did previously. But looks like a Pokemon that. name. That's all I know. My, how to might be. It. Yeah, it might be a Pokemon name. I don't know what to put here right now, so I'll put a put in. Emote, emoticon? Emoticon? <laughs> Something like that. Thank you so much, buddy. Really appreciate that. It means the world, man. Keep us going. Um, yeah, so it's like I'm saying, I think we're really spoiled as a community these days with what, what gets dropped so frequently. People out there, you know, wanting to go back to the, the good old days. It's like you were mentioning about a time of innocence. Everybody misses, right? When they were 15, 16, or whatever the age was, playing high rounds at 1 o'clock in the morning. Their mom is bringing them frozen pizzas and fucking slushies. Or you call your mom up, hey, can you go to 7-Eleven for me and give me a, a PSN card? I want to buy the new map yeah. back. We all remember those times. We love those times. Not to say those times weren't great, but I think people miss those times more than they miss the old games. I think that's something, that's that, it. That's something that people mm. don't realize that often. Is That's that's the key. I bring this up all yeah. the time, but I'll, I'll keep repeating it as many times as I have to. It's like that's... That's just the nature of it is is the way people uh, perceive the past, right? It's yep. it's something that, I mean, yeah, time, a time of innocence. The best way you can put it, a time of innocence. Um, so you can miss those times all you want, but not a fan of the new games, totally fine. You have your opinion, but at least look at how different times are now with DLC. We're getting so much shit so often now. We would have died to have that in the BO3 cycle. The BO3 cycle, there were still quite a few updates, but three months without a map pack, nothing, no marketing, no battle passes, no trailers, CGI cutscenes. And we got a few for like the, the memory trailers for premise or something. But besides that, there wasn't that much. It's like, dude, I, we can't get any better than this right now. So if you're a content creator, this like, oh, there's no content to make. What was there to make back then? I mean, I see this argument about zombies now. Oh, Modern Tone has no content. It's like, what did a BO3 map have for content then? A couple extra side Easter yeah. eggs? I mean, you got to kind of go out of the box and be creative, maybe. That's where you get some content out of. Yeah. <laughs> whether it's glitches, whether yeah. it's something to keep you going. I mean, there is content. You just got to kind of find it, right? You got It's not always right in front of you where it's like, there's no guideline. Oh, post this, post that tomorrow. Kind of got to put some work in and figure it out, right? Figure it out for yourself. Definitely. What did they do Definitely. back then? I mean, back then, there, there was no secret to zombies back then where there was just more more to do. There's more to do now, if you want to argue, right? With Outbreak and more of Easter course. eggs. It's like, I, I don't get it sometimes with those arguments. But um, overall, though, man, what are your hopes with uh, DLC 4? The, the Supposedly the last round-based map for Cold War. What do you hope to see in that map? Story, gameplay, anything? Story. Story-wise, I can't tell you because I never even really thought about it yet. Got um, it. Well, I'll cut you off there. I do have a full story video. It's three hours long from World at War to Black Ops 4. If you ever bored sitting on the toilet on a road trip somewhere, you want to listen to something, I got the Gaming Revolution and I put together a three-hour crazy video going over yeah. every part of the story. It mixes campaign and zombies together because it's all canon. Just letting you know that if you're ever interested in the story, you want to catch up. On deal. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah. No, but uh, I would like to see, you know, whatever perks are going to be added still, they're going to be added. I would like to see, you brought that up at the start of this podcast, 
is uh, tier six and seven for the mm, perks. Yes. I don't know what else what else they can do, you know, for the effects of the perks. I said the but same thing. <laughs> that's some, dude, with the release of Outbreak, it definitely gave a lot of uh, it added a lot of fun to it. You know, a lot of people testing out the new stuff, grinding those crystals, and just uh, it's it gives room for the dopamine to be pulled again. You know, it's. I, I think what's crazy about that is I think the replayability aspect of Call of Duty. At least let's talk zombies first. The replayability aspect, I don't even think is based on the amount of maps or how fun the maps are. It's that currency you're grinding for. For example, yes. BO3 Liquid Divinium. You can play forever and still get unlimited Liquid Divinium, uh, unlimited Gobble Gums. You, you actually wanted to do that, so you had more Perkaholics, more shopping for you, whatever. Cold War, though, you get capped off at the skill crystals, so I get yeah. it. You know, It's like you cap off. It's like, oh, what else can you get? But to your point, with the tiers and whatnot... It's like some of the tiers are made for certain things. Some of them are made more for outbreak. Some of them are made more for round based. I mean, yep. you you said it best though. It's like what else could they really add? I mean, how much more of a power can you be at this point? You're gonna it's gonna yeah. get too easy. I mean, I don't know. I see them doing maybe one more, maybe maybe tier six, but seven. I mean, hey, I'm gonna I have no clue what they can what they can add beyond this. I'm like that's there's just so much going on already, especially when they add PhD and double tap. You're, yeah. you're gonna be a beast, bro. Fucking rocket launchers, ray guns, no splash damage, double tap. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, I, I mean, don't cry because it's over. Cry because it happened, right? Is that is that the saying? Is that the saying? That's the we saying. we yes, have two, two full seasons left to enjoy, man. I gotta gotta enjoy every fucking minute before it's over. I mean, and yep, it might not be I over. They, they might do a season seven. They might do more content beyond that. Uh, you never know, but still hoping that whatever worked in Cold War gets added to Vanguard, so it just continues that that momentum and energy that we all know and love here. Do you have a? By the way, what platform do you play? Call I forgot to ask you which which thing you play on, PlayStation, PC, Xbox. What do you play on the most? I play on PC. I play Beautiful. on PC with an Xbox controller. Beautiful. And some videos I borrow my buddy's PlayStation, which require me to do you know on a console. Gotcha. But I was majority saying, do you, do you play Do you play Onslaught at all? Do you have you covered it on your channel that much? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't at all. I gotcha. haven't at all. I tried it out when I borrowed my buddy's PlayStation. I played a couple you know a couple minutes of it. Gotcha. Uh, super cool game mode. I'd like to get more into it, but I have never actually expanded into it. And you you last played it at release? You said when it, when Cold War came out? I played it about a month ago. A month ago, because it got Not a lot a better. It got a lot better with some of the new improvements. They added Pack a Punch, uh, Ether Tools. What else? Um, level three armor, better kill streaks, better loot. I mean, it it's it's a mode. It sucks. It's only on PlayStation for now, but November the first, everybody yeah. will have it. PC, Xbox. I was gonna mention this to you because you're on PC. When that yeah. mode drops on PC, can you just imagine? This would be a lot for you to cover as well. There is gonna be so much in one day added. Think about. It. I mean, Fajardi, how many maps? Twenty plus, I think, for multiplayer. All the LTMs. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of maps. So if Vanguard ain't your cup of tea, if you're on PC and Xbox, there's going to be a fuck ton of shit to enjoy when Onslaught comes onto that platform. It's going to be crazy. Um, but okay. I never thought about it in that way. So thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, not just glitches, but if you, if there's probably there'll probably be stuff to cover too. There's a lot of improvements made that aren't available now, but will be then. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's awesome, man. I mean, how how do you also feel about PlayStation exclusivity? Are you do you not really care because it's like whatever, it's onslaught, or, or do you think you know it's like business, 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 about, just business? Good answer, man. Good answer. You're not money, like, money, right? I yeah, I see the people are like, oh, what, when when is exclusivity coming to Xbox? I'm like, do you forget that they had it for like what was it seven cods in a row? I mean, now PlayStation yep. has their turn, so maybe one day we won't yep. have. I, I think it's all about the dominant player base, where the the biggest player base is. So PlayStation is it right now? Xbox was it back then? 15 years from now, my kids might be playing on a, on a Battle.net exclusive fucking Call of Duty experience, right? right? right. Uh, shit comes for yes. Because you know what? I get it. PC is like the the place to play games. I totally get it. 
but I think it's more of the budget and accessibility for some people. It's like it's easier to just bet a, buy a five hundred dollar console, boom, everything's set up instead of building your own PC. And it, but obviously, PC is where it's at for graphics, FOV, uh, the work. So, um, I'm curious what next generation looks like. Will, will we have a PS6 <laughs> or Xbox Series L? Or something? I wonder what they do next. But uh, yeah, series. They gotta L. do something. They got. Yeah, I'm wondering what the next generation is. But um, that's cool. Yeah, we gotta get some games in, man. I gotta get you. We gotta get you added. We gotta do some. Uh, Would love to. Anything it is, outbreak, round based multiplayer. We'll do some crazy shit. Or you know what? Maybe we'll reserve you for a spot if you're available for the Vanguard reveal event in Warzone. I, I don't know if you, you did. You tune in live last year to the Cold War one. There was in Warzone. Uh, I don't think I was. I didn't think I. I don't think I came back in time. Gotcha. You didn't come back in time. Yeah. So in Warzone, yeah. we'll have a live event. If you're familiar with the way Fortnite does it, literally live, an event fucking happens in game, and it, it'll end up uh, revealing the next Call of Duty. So last year's was crazy. Maybe we'll get you in for this one if you want to tune into that. I, I, have, I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. That, bro, that, pff, those events are, those are crazy, man. The Nuke event just happened. What was it? Uh, the end of season three, if it's already? End of so event, event, quote unquote. Event, yeah. Oh, my God. It had to have been COVID. That, that event was like, eh, like it, it was a cutscene. It was a cut. Yeah, yeah, it was a big, it was a big old cutscene with a weird game mode. Um, that is not what I think the Vanguard event's going to be, though. The information about the Vanguard event seems very spicy. So um, I'm really excited for that. Overall. I think you, uh, I think you missed a donation, DK. I'm sorry, Austin Thompson. Go, I did. Thank you for reminding me. Do you think they're holding onto Mason as an operator for story purposes, or do you think he might not come at all? By the way, that Fajardi Mason concept art, great segue. We're pulling it up right now. We need. We need to talk I didn't about pay that. for that. I didn't pay for that donation. Just saying, I didn't. Pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pull this up, chat. You guys, I mean, this is to me. This is official. I mean, how? How is this? How is this legal, bro? Like, dude, they're gonna DMCA your uh, your, your tweet, bro. This, this is not. Oh, no. This is not gonna, be on Twitter. They're gonna hire you. They're, they're gonna, gonna hire your ass. Or hire you. Yeah. I mean, this is your resume right here. When you apply to Treyarch one day, if you want that, you show them this and say, "I'm gonna make this happen for you tomorrow," bro. Uh, or I'll just, or you can just use it as it is. Pay me. Uh, this, <laughs> I mean, Mason Operator Tracer Pack. It looks so good. You have the numbers in there, which I'm sure because Death Effects aren't in Cold War yet. Maybe they'll return. Oh, uh, there's there's dismemberment. Dismemberment, kind of yeah, kind of, yeah, fair. Um, without a doubt, this tracer pack. When you inspect it, maybe it'll, it'll have a mastercraft with it. When you inspect it, and numbers float everywhere, or the tracer will shoot out numbers or some shit. Who knows how they'll do that? But take us through your. I wish we I wish we had a uh, time lapse for this, but we'll we'll go back to those very soon. But for now, oh, yeah. the case. Sorry to interrupt, bro. Nova Morris also sent a donation. It's just under Austin. Nova Morris. My chat oh, yes. crashed, poop. so I missed that. Thank you so much. Buddy. It was a poop, poop emoji. emoji. No emoji. Right back at you, buddy. <laughs> my chat actually crashed on my end. Sorry I missed that, buddy. Thank you. I just reloaded that. Um, yeah, take us through your, your process here with the man himself, Mason. What's going on here? So um, there is a very interesting process went into this. So I actually got the idea for it live on last week's bombcast when we were just talking about things we wanted to see yeah and i was like oh they should have like a a, a reactive called the Rasulka oh, for, for like an amazing yeah. operator and for a mason operator bundle and like if you notice like my whole like mood changed after i said that because <laughs> I, I felt different i'm like i just i started thinking about this and I that literally, idea I hit different to, you brought it to life bro yeah, yeah i literally like oh something uh, and it's, that was like six days ago now or a week now. That was a full week ago. Um, yeah. So I started working on it the day after. Um, and uh, there is a, there's a lot going on there. there it's, it was a very ambitious project for me to take on, 
especially never doing anything like it before and trying to make it look official and still kind of adding my own ideas yes. to it. Tweets banging, by the way, too. Very, very nice. The reception <sighs> to it's been awesome to see. Yeah, this. I've look been... I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Somebody replied to you, Cosmic Silverback, please, that's rare. Get the mama back. Let's do that. Let's actually do that. That's such a good idea. Get the mama, the mama back. back. Uh, How would that, it would look a little strange. Where does that go? NATO or, or Warsaw Pact? Because the way the operators work in this game, is, I don't know where that would fit. But Yeah. Yeah, somebody replies to that. Yeah. I was kind of nervous um, tweeting it out today because I knew I knew the art looked generally good, but um, I didn't know because no one else in the community has done anything like that before. Mm -hmm. And I can, I, can pretty, I can say that pretty confidently that nobody has even dove into that side of of making their own bundle artwork and what i was thinking of the idea and i was thinking of i was like you know and this might get brushed over because it's so different and so out there but seeing the uh reception it got um i i, ha I definitely have a lot more ideas now um like i did before i literally had a dream about one i saw a vision of the next thing i'm i'm going to make <laughs> you had uh, a vision but there you go i'm i'm not i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i literally that's I woke up in like I woke up in like a, in a trance in my bed. That's oh, passion, love, and art for you, my guy. That's that's what yeah, it is, sure. bro. That's for sure. I literally woke up out of like a, a deep sleep, and I just all I could think about was seeing um, not this bundle, but another thing I was gonna make. Yeah, um, which is still a bundle, but it's a uh, yeah, definitely. You know, Pax responded, "Lord, forgive me. I spent all the child support cash with some majority around this. Look at this meme to the Pax <laughs> oh. coming in with the clutch reply." Yeah, I mean, I, I love what you said about the dream, though. I'm like, I had a dream a couple weeks ago about a new intro for my channel. And then I, I just, and I, I envisioned it, wrote it down, sent it to the guy, and he had it animated in a day. I mean, sometimes in your dreams, you'll get these ideas. You're thinking so hard about your work while you're sleeping. It's like, you wake up, I'm like, oh, shit, that, that's it. That's the key. That's what I want to do next, or that's what I need next. It's like, that's that that shows some real love there for the for the grind, man. That's that's awesome. But yeah. Then, whew. This bundle if you go is, back that's when you get the best ideas actually it's yes when you sleep. it's, it's, I it's think either it's late at, delta, delta wavelength <laughs> late at night or when you're sleeping you think of all the all the shit you want um, i remember one night i couldn't sleep because i was thinking with so many ideas yeah and i wrote down like a huge list of them and and um that wasn't on it at the time the the bundle thing but I've I've done I've executed like every single one of those ideas and then after i wrote yeah. it all down i just i went right to sleep like a baby and <laughs> beauty that's but yeah I, I like how you bring up the memes because i remember like back in january when i started posting renders initially um there i there wouldn't get much traction on them mm -hmm. and maybe it would be like one comment and like 10 likes or something um which i was still thankful yep. for and i still thankful for anything any any comment anything that happens just like um casper z just retweeting bless bless you for that That's, i appreciate all the yeah. support um, I mean, one retweet, one retweet goes a long way. He wouldn't have saw anything you're doing if if not for maybe my retweet or somebody else. Right. I mean, dude, yep. prestigious key, Matt. I mean, any literally one retweet can lead to a friendship, a partnership, a relationship. It can lead to oh, yeah. crazy shit that you wouldn't even believe. Like the windows oh, that yeah. open up from that. I mean, it unbelievable. Oh my god, there's a there's a meme. Someone just made a meme of me in the in the memes channel in the Discord. Actually, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's awesome, um, man. And I appreciate the means because, like I said, there wasn't a lot of uh, kind of interaction on my stuff before. But now there's there's multiple people making like good memes based I, on I, the yeah. stuff I've made. I don't think the so. already believed me when I told them months ago. I'm like, bro, you continue the work you're doing. We continue the, this mission we're on. I promise you, you're going to see 
shit that you wouldn't have thought was going to happen, whether it's likes on a tweet, replies, memes being made of you. I mean, people people remembering who you good are. Memes, what, good memes. Good, good memes too, by the way. Yeah, because if I had a podcast where you weren't there and people, oh, where's the majority? People know you now. People recognize what mm -hmm. you're doing. I mean, it goes a long way, man. It, it, I'm so happy that the, this year of all years, the year that we get to meet great people, uh, grow what we're doing. I mean, th this this game is that good to where I think it, it all it's poetic the way it's the way it's worked out for all of us. I mean, it's it's fantastic to see. But um, if I don't see a Mason bundle in Cold War, I will be triggered, man. Because this, <laughs> I, I'd be shocked if Activision doesn't double down and say, and say, oh, you with know, your work, yeah, with this work here, <laughs> I want to see this exact artwork in there. I'd be shocked if they didn't kind of double down on this and say, you know what, Mason could sell a lot. Let's let's give him a bundle in the game. Um, well, just reading the comments on that, you see so many people saying thinking that it was real and stuff like that which right, i mean right. which would i was kind of, i wanted to go for that because obviously I, I wanted to make something that didn't look fake right but my intent was never to like fool people because I, I even did put concept in the yeah in the tweet in itself i'm waiting for that know. waiting for that one tweet that's like stop clickbaiting bro stop i'm like what are you what are you clickbaiting on twitter you're not earning any money from the tweet <laughs> it's like what is the clickbait exactly. I, yeah, yeah. like i said i'm just i'm just usually yeah. i only go on twitter now to I hop on Twitter, check if there's any clients I need to do any work for, and then I yep. post my work, and then I just go back and keep doing work or play COD or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something, man. I'm, I'm really happy with that project. I mean, yep. it's it's beautiful. Um, another idea to go along with this, which I wanted to read out on the podcast, was crazy from the Green Patriot. If Mason becomes an operator, his finisher move needs to be Reznov showing up out of nowhere and killing the enemy, and with a numbers theme tracer pack included, that would be worth twenty bucks, dude. That'd be worth more than twenty bucks. That's like the, the equivalent of the zombies finishing move that we just released with Weaver. I mean, that's a that'd be a sick finishing move. We'll love to have that one day. Um, I wanted to ask Casper: Do you actually buy any bundles in the game? Or are you a fan of any of them? Do you get anything, or do you just say fuck it and just stick with what we got already? Uh, so I bought a couple. I bought a couple. I bought nice. the first map that came out. It was the AK forty-seven, I think. And then I bought a couple. I bought Samantha Maxis, and there was one more. Nice. You see. I was heavy into gaming. Uh, there was nothing of, you know, micro microtransactions yet, really. There was none of that stuff, cosmetic, guns, and all that stuff. Uh, so when I came back, that was new to me as well. Wow, that's, that's something. If I, if I think something's cool, I get it. You know, it's just, uh, it's a cosmetic. But if I think right. it looks cool, I Worth sometimes it. will. Uh, and at least more, there's more value in it now as well, because in Cold War, you use in any mode that you want, whereas like back then, it was like limited to one mode. But it's like you, it's like you were in a coma, bro. You came out of a coma, and the the, the world changed, man. Call of Duty is different. Well, there's that, seasons. What the fuck happened? <laughs> yep, that's how it, that's how it feels. I kid yeah. you not. Same thing with Discord. I didn't even know what the heck Discord was. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't blame I got, you. Discord's crazy sometimes. <laughs> Discord's I gotta crazy. I gotta ask, and it's okay if you don't want to answer or not. But yep. um, how how old are you? I just turned twenty four really nice, nice. Yeah. wow that's awesome because you're mentioning like getting uh microsoft points for yes. for like world at war and stuff like i couldn't even walk at that point yeah, yeah. so bro i, I think know. world oh, at world at war that's i remember if i look okay. back do microsoft points for like a mono warfare 2 multiplayer map pack that i mean man, think about it. that's great that, the 2009 like fuck bro, that's yeah, yeah that, i was yeah. i was five six years old you're drinking so, milk I mean, dude from the titty stuff <laughs> You were not called it yet. Nutrition. Get that nutrition, yeah. bro. Yeah. Phase Beast, much love, buddy. When Jesus speaks to Pajardi in deep sleep, dude, he's like, he's like, he's like, make this, make this render, bro. He's like, fucking, like, sending him the That's ideas. It like, I wake up and I'm yeah. like, I look at my hands and I feel like I've just been, I've just been blessed. Yeah. Jason Bowman bundled, bro. I imagine there's so much they can do. There's so many characters they can still drop. Season five and six. You never know. Um, <laughs> Blundell operator. <laughs> it could be a full squad of throwback characters. Can you I imagine? Mean, 
Yeah. I mean, did you, did you get to Nostalgia play any, voice. Yeah. Did you get to play any blackout? Uh, in your time? No. Any better? Nothing. That That's like a nostalgia trip because you got lots, like literally every fan favorite character in Black Ops is in Blackout. Uh, most of them could be unlocked through character missions, um, which is really, that was really replayable for, for Blackout. You know, for example, uh, grab a sniper, get a kill from 200 meters and then, and then get third place, unlock Resonoff, like stuff like yeah, that. Blackout is crazy good. Way do Blackout. Oh my God. Like Warzone's cool. recommend me try out? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. I would say probably yeah, on a, play with us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would say on a PlayStation though, because I know it's free to play yeah. it right now on PlayStation only. It's but dead on PC. It's dead on PC and Xbox. Um, I see. But PlayStation definitely. I was if cross if it was crossplay, it would have been alive to this day. But um, hmm. I, I do prefer Blackout over Warzone in many ways. I mean, Warzone has set the bar pretty high for what Call of Duty will look like for the next few years. But Blackout walked so that Warzone could run. If that makes sense, Blackout really introduced us to what it means to have a big open world battle royale in Call of Duty and. Um, did things that Warzone still hasn't, so I love War I love Blackout to death. <laughs> uh, Blackout is is a gem, my guy. Definitely, gotta try it out one day. Um, and luckily, even on PS5, which we're on, we can still play with PS4 and, and you know other other you know PS4 Pro and whatnot. It's all it, it's like cross compatible, so to speak. With uh, I got you the, the last few Black Ops games, but I think now we should move into a, unless we forgot anything about Mason. Did we forget anything about Mason? Did you already think we covered okay. well? I'm just quickly going to use the washroom. Give me no one problem. second. No problem. Miss anything about Mason, uh, Fajardi? Oh, so we've been two hours in already. Fuck, we go. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get the segment in. Yeah. How many segments do we got left? Like, uh, oh, we just uh, who are these people? Maybe what we be uh, looking forward after that. Kind of just what to expect from content-wise. Wrap up after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anything else with Mason though? Um. Let me think. Yeah, I mean nothing else. Rather than I'm just very Great, thankful that I did. That it did good. Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting it to do good. I mean, I mean, I was kind of expecting it to, you know, maybe get uh, like maybe a hundred or something likes. But no, it's it, it's popping. It, I'm glad people are noticing this. I mean, I think season six, the face season six, will be either Mason or Young Menendez. Those are my guess, my guesstimates right now. Well, yeah, we never even talked about like the the operators like Kitsune and and all that stuff that could be coming. Yeah, do you think Kitsune is Japanese themed? Because if so, they'll be our first. Japanese Perseus operator, I believe. Um, based oh, on that, the information. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to go to Japan because if you look up what Japan's role was in the actual Cold War, it was more of a security thing. They weren't really like involved politically all that much, but they were like security wise, they were providing security mm. for something. I, I read it up earlier. Um, we are going to Echelon finally, a map that gameplay already exists for on the internet. Um, I, I'm not going to show it on screen, so I'm not, I'm not regarded as a leaker because I'm not, but major gaming news outlets out there have reposted gameplay of that new 6v6 multiplayer map. It can be found very quickly on Google. Um, but yeah, yeah. Kitsune, Surge, and Kingsley. Three operators. I mean, what do you think, Vajari? The internal names for Jackal and Salah were Deathstalker and Komodo. So they might give us a hint as to what we're looking at. But I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, well, yeah, that's enough about talking about my stuff. So let's... <laughs> Fair enough, man. Def yeah. Definitely uh, definitely, an awesome project can't wait to see more of those i know you've been doing the marvel crossovers as well which we talked about last week um yep so without further ado let's get into one of our favorite segments ever Who are these people? all right let me pull up our good old who are these people there's a fair amount discord. of comments in the public in the public channel by the yes, way. Yes, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't getting into that. So now chat, if you are in my Discord server, there is not my public channel for who are these people. So if you guys see any ridiculously crazy, cringe, disrespectful, toxic 
crazy comments. You can also put them in the public channel in my Discord server. Yo, I will also link my Discord like server that. again in the live chat here for YouTube. I will go into that in a second. Let's look at some of the personal ones that we, we gathered over the last couple of past couple of days here. First, um, let's see what we start with. Let's start with something juicy. I saw some really funny ones today. I was like, wow, got some uh, got some good haters in here. The fact that people genuinely like Outbreak is pretty pathetic. Outbreak is honestly just an asset sandbox that's been lazily thrown together because the devs have their heads up their asses 98% of the time. Step back, take a breath, and demand better, guys, for all of our sakes. Um, I think an answer Reddit to post. this... Yeah, I think an answer to this is the Reddit post we read earlier about uh, people wanting this a couple of years ago, but now they don't. It's like, what happened, man? What changed? Uh, Treyarch really thinks Outbreak is praised the best thing ever. Meanwhile, it died off quickly. Did it, though? Because the, the player count says otherwise, apparently. Activision says Outbreak's the most successful thing in a long time. So, uh, highly doubt that's true. I don't think it died off at all. Um, yikes. Special Easter egg that takes you to the Cosby suite? Yikes. That's that's a... that's a, that's a a No. No, 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 no. We don't want to see that. I'm not bald. People, yeah. I'll tell you in chat, I'm not bald. I just have a hat on all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, nobody cares if COD doesn't change soon. Halo and Battlefield will kill it off. Hmm. Don't know about that one, Chief. I've been hearing that for like 10 years now. What about, about you, Casper? You've been hearing the same, the same argument for like 10 years about Battlefield, the COD killer, Halo, the COD. I mean, it hasn't happened. So. Brother, uh, I played Halo 3 like no tomorrow. I, play, I haven't <laughs> played Battlefield, but I've heard the same argument since that first day. So. Uh, I remember Battlefield Harline, Battlefield 4. It's like, oh, COD's dead. COD's over. And it's like, I, I've yet to see the day, my guy. Maybe, maybe I'll see it in my lifetime, but right now it has not happened. It has not happened. Glad I recently subscribed to YouTube Premium, so he gets no ad revenue from me because he doesn't deserve it. Um, <laughs> I tweeted this one out earlier on my. I think Twitter. you still do though. You do, yeah. <laughs> Somebody actually reminded me that you do get ad revenue from when they have YouTube Red and Premium, yes. or is that the same shit or Wait, two different services? Same, they, same, they renamed. They renamed it. Okay, so, same shit. You get you still get ad revenue from it. So the viewer may benefit from not getting ads, but they're paying, and then the creator still. I don't know how that works. How does how do YouTube manage that? They still mark it as a as a monetized view, even though they don't get the the, the ad or whatnot. Interesting. Hey, more power to him, man. Pay for your premium. Thanks for watching me. If you don't like me, I mean, I don't know why you're still here, but <laughs> thanks, thanks for tuning in, my guy. Yeah, uh, you know you are a quality YouTube channel when when you are peddling garbage free to play mobile games. I'll, I'll, I'll keep this. I'll keep this in mind, right? When I get a sponsor from a mobile game, a service, you don't have to even watch the sponsor. Should I even be saying that? You can. I have timestamps. People usually don't do timestamps in their videos. I do timestamps. It takes quite a while to do for videos. Skip past it. Don't look at the sponsor if you're not interested. Skip past it. Um, yeah. It's not a big deal. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's not your cup of tea, then then uh, don't download it. Uh, this one was interesting. I read this earlier, and, and this, is why, this is why I touched on this at the beginning of the podcast. This guy says, you say season five may get delayed. This guy is the same dude that said that the allegations wouldn't have an effect on development in the previous video. Speaking of the words, quote unquote, this guy, I had, I, I had made a comment in a previous video and used those same two words. Um, so reading this comment, I'm like, all right, I see what he's going at here. So when the allegations first dropped against Activision, what I said was that because it's not in the Call of Duty department, it's Blizzard, World of Warcraft, doesn't seem like COD will be affected. However, I did say more allegations may surface, which could affect COD in the future. And we don't have all the pieces to the puzzle yet. More could be announced, more could be revealed that we don't know yet. So keep an open mind. But when the, the Activision walkout happened the other day, that's when I said, all right, maybe something's happening here where maybe some developers choose not to work on COD at this moment in time could push back season five or Vanguard. That got debunked pretty quickly, luckily. So we know that season five is still on schedule. They've been teasing it as of today and we'll be revealing more about it next week. So 
Um, this guy seems to just not pay attention to what I was saying at all. But yeah, typical, typical comment. See, the um, chat is just popping off. Yeah. It's just popping off about my hair. <laughs> Bald majority. Like, oh, like hair reveal, hair reveal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, at 100K subs. <laughs> 100, go bald at 100K? I, I, was, I went well, last year. I freaking I, I shaved off all my hair last year just because, <laughs> like, like, quarantine and I had no reason to actually have hair. So I just buzzed yeah. it all off. Anyway, <laughs> random fact. Uh, yeah. Why the f is Black Ops going to be the most supported game when Modern Warfare sold better and was way cooler than I'm? And it was way cooler. I'm so disappointed. So I hate to break it to you, but as of recently, information that surfaced kind of gives us the hint that Cold War has outperformed Modern Warfare in many avenues. Maybe because of zombies. Maybe that helped a lot. But Modern Warfare clearly wasn't the more successful COD if it got caught off after season six. And as of now, it's being rumored that we're getting more than a season six in Cold War, something like that at least. So uh, yeah. Sorry to break it to you, man. Mono Warfare wasn't that successful to the extent where they extended it past the year one. Um, what else do we got here? A free Weaver bundle. So that was an F and lie. So I did a free Weaver bundle giveaway, and I'll be doing more of them for more bundles. That's what I meant by that, which I stated very clearly in the video. But I even got some flack when I said how to get 2,400 free COD points. And I wrote sort of at the end of the title because it was sort of that. So if you bought a bundle, I think it was the Spec Ops pack. Um, it came with an operator skin, special ops, special ops pack. Yeah. Came with an operator skin, some other goodies, skins, but in the bundle itself was 2,400 COD points. So it was a buy one, get one free deal. If you bought the bundle, you would also get 2,400 COD points. So it's like two for the price of one. It's almost like you spent 4,800 COD points, but you didn't, you only spent 24. So, um, it was literally free COD points if you got that bundle. Um, but people again, don't know how to listen or read. So. Uh, something something funny in chat, a little extra said, uh, for Jardy Hudson cosplay. Oh, uh, yeah, get, get, the, get, the smart, that, get the sunglasses. You probably got a suit, right? You got a, you got a dress shirt or a suit? Get the, yeah. get the cosplay going for Hudson. I'm, but I'm not bald. You know? <laughs> I'm not bald. You still got your hair, man. Your hairline's fine. You're all good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why chat's popping off. Yeah, that. that's hilarious. Man. Anyway. He said, nah, Marlton is definitely the director. I don't even have, don't even have to address that one. Definitely not the case. Very clearly, Eddie. <laughs> Very clearly, Eddie. Uh, buddy, uh, how'd you say the dinosaur again from Pokemon? I keep forgetting. Uh, I have to see his name. Yeah, uh, Uteranus. Uteranus. I don't. Know, I can't. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I just just DM me on Discord. Said hi, stream. What's up, man? Uh, let's go to that. <laughs> let's go to that public channel in in Discord real quick to see what people have found. Already got quite a few posts in here, which I'm surprised to see. Uh, oh my god, there's a lot. Where did all this come from? They need to add ZC2 and factories to BO4 and put this game out of its misery, huh? Factories. Release the zombies remastered maps and we will, and all will be forgiven. Why do people think it's like you said this earlier, Casper? Why would remastered maps change somebody's opinion of a whole game? Fajardi said yeah. this too. It's like if you're not a fan of the game as it is, I don't think remastered yeah. maps are gonna do much for you. <laughs> no, or, or or one perk, one map. It's like it's just not gonna do it. No. I hope they get fired for walking out. Nothing but politics and the allegations were probably false. Yikes. Safe spaces. We're, we toddlers now. Caught about to get woke. Um, again, I think it's important to point out, right? The difference between cancel culture and accountability. When there's hard evidence being provided about something that happened, you gotta you gotta look at it. When serious allegations are made, you gotta investigate. It doesn't matter what you think; these things are serious. And it seems like yeah. this this has gone as far as the state of California. The fuck, think about that. The state of California yeah. has sued Activision. This is this is not some fucking he said she said hearsay. There's some serious stuff. Pictures have been posted proving this stuff too. So it's like, I mean, I don't know where you get the idea that these these are false, but. 
I hope they get fired for walking out. That's sad to say, because that's, we have, I mean, at least here, free country, you can have the freedom to protest. So as long as it's peaceful, you can protest what you believe, what needs to be changed. So I see no problem with one day where they walked out and said, hey, we demand some change and change will not happen, at least hopefully, right? The investors call this Tuesday, which I'll be streaming on the channel here, will hopefully provide us new information about what's going on with the suit, um, future Akkad, whatnot. Uh, we don't care, it's just a game, dude. Why are you on a channel that covers a the game then? <laughs> I don't, it's just a game. It's just a game, all right, it's just a game, sure. DK at upload moment, yeah, what's up, Kravchenko Gaming? Buddy, stop trying to enforce Eddie on us already. I actually really haven't. I've brought it up a couple times in videos where it was relevant, but yeah, that's, uh, there you go. Bro, Outbreak Easter Egg 3, so Outbreak is DLC 2 and 4 now, I'm done. That's actually funny. What I would say is definitely DLC 2, according to Treyarch, but it would be a DLC 3.5 if they add another main quest to it in Season 5 or something. That's kind of what I'm thinking now. Funny comment, though. Uh, info isn't even legit sources, and I wasted God knows how many minutes listening to his opinion. Bro, give up the damn info. We know all this already. You're like a week late. What are you talking about? I have no, it, 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 it blows my mind when like something new gets announced and I talk about it and someone's like, oh, you're a week late or something. I'm like, huh? You got announced today. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know, man. But um, I always make it clear when I'm talking about something that's my opinion or information that's official. We'll go through maybe one or two more here. Um, Cold War trash game. Can't wait for 2042 to leave this game in the dust. There you go. We have to have at least one Battlefield comment for, uh, yes. for podcast. Yes. Got to have at least one. <laughs> Gotta have at least one. Uh, your paid sponsorship videos made me unsubscribe. Nobody wants to watch that garbage. Oh, I love these, man. I don't do too many sponsors that often. I don't spam sponsors in my videos. You know, I have quite a few coming up, but again, if you're not interested, skip them. I mean, are you, are you really hating on the fact that a creator has the ability to make extra income by working with other companies, right? You should be happy that creators can keep posting content for you daily by putting food on the table and then, you know, getting it, bringing other deals that, that help out with that. So. Yeah. People that hate on that, I just, I'm like, how miserable could you be to, to, it's like, it's the same thing as having maybe a job in real life, doing something, then you have like a side hustle, you do stocks, investments, if, so, same thing, multiple ways to, to earn income and to, and to make it, right? It's yeah. like, what's wrong with that, man? P people are really rude with that sometimes. Um, but yeah, uh, before I read this last one, I want to ask you, what is the craziest comment or disrespect that you've seen on your channel or something you could remember from Twitter? Try to think of something. <laughs> if you can, if you can, okay, I'm sure you've gotten I can plenty. tell you, I've I've had some, I've had some, I've had some pretty fucking juicy ones too. But <laughs> when I first, uh, when Cold War came out, you know, cast pussy, cows pussy. Oh, I, I, was, I was getting that a lot. Cast pussy, lot. dick dynamite. Cat. I see, we've seen it all now, man. We've seen it all. Come on, <laughs> cows yeah. pussy. You know, I got tons of uh, comments about that. Wait, ca yeah, cow yeah. gets pussy. Come on, it works, right? Cow gets pussy for sure. <laughs> cow definitely gets pussy. <laughs> there you go, man. There you go. <laughs> T -t turning see this is the point of the segment turning some negativity yeah. into some positivity having some laughs about For some sure. crazy shit that we see i saw a comment before that was like oh such 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 a such a bad segment you do right you're you're embracing negativity and you're and you're disrespecting your fans and i'm like these aren't fans if they're commenting crazy shit like this is toxic we're just trying to have a couple laughs off funny comments think of it like a hate mail series yeah. just having some fun man um but, but there you go that <laughs> at, le at uh -oh. least yeah at least, the chat. Yeah, stop saying that you're on my TV. All right, we got we got you, man. We'll keep it PG for you. Um, hope you get a creator quote soon. Funny. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. I, I've worked very hard, and I'm still in talks to hopefully get that to happen. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of people out there who are higher up there in the ranks, you know, trying try my best to get my name out there and whatnot. Um, and yeah, Casper, are you familiar with the creator code 
system yes, that is I, okay. I, I don't think I'll ever get one. Uh, I mean, I don't know what. Do you think they have a, a thing against glitches and whatnot? They, they wouldn't support a creator that, that posts. I uh, think so. That's so, I think come so. on. I, I obviously it would be nice. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just that's just what I think. Why, why can't we spin it to where it's like, all right, you're posting the glitches, but you're helping them patch it later. You're doing them a favor. You're showing them what's wrong, right? And then I gonna, guess that's that's kind of a way to look at it. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Another thing I wanted to bring up is um, when the game starts to get stale, when the map starts to get stale, something gets brought up, whether it be a glitch or some kind of, you know, XP glitch or whatever. And that kind of revives it because I notice I get a lot more views than some channels with a million subscribers. Oh, you know, so I, I mean, Fajar and I had this conversation a few times. I mean, it's still it, 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 I haven't processed this yet. It blows my mind looking at my channel, for example, even other other smaller ones when you outperform channels that are at a couple million subs, even COD partners. I mean, putting that in reality and, and not to say, oh, not that we're boasting or, or you know, being cocky with it, because sometimes yes, it happens. Yeah. Some, some videos do better than others. Some some months are better than others. To, to put that in perspective, it's crazy to think about that. It's almost like the sub count doesn't even matter sometimes. But yeah. to me, it's still great to see that milestone being hit or to see, you know, the growth after a certain period of time. But to still see that even people that aren't subbed are showing support like that in, in, in waves. I mean, Beyond humble to see that. I mean, it's who would have ever thought, especially ten years ago, telling myself ten years right. ago, oh, you're you're gonna have a video that outperforms a, a bigger creator you watch now. It's like what? It's like what? I mean, yeah. that's just the. Uh, oh, I, it's crazy to put that in perspective there. But, um, yeah, I mean, YouTube is a very interesting place. But I also have another comment here. We'll end up this this segment with YouTubers be like twenty things you missed in the season four outro. This is really funny because it's not a thirty second cutscene that was posted on the Treyarch YouTube channel. Somebody actually replied to this saying, those aren't YouTubers, they're clickbaiters. Parentheses, The Gaming Revolution and DK. And again, it's like, oh my God, man. People out there, I mean, I'm honored that somebody mentioned me on the Treyarch YouTube channel. Sure, man, we'll take it. We'll take it. But um, it's like, if, if, people, if people ever accuse me of stuff like that or lying, it's like, just watch the podcast or just listen to a full video of mine. You'll see that that's not my approach at all. I've never had a video to date that's lied or has provided false information. I've always made it clear when, you know, it's an opinion or I want to bring something up. I, I've always made that clear, but you know, it's you, like, you can't please everybody. You can't convince everybody either of, of what you're really about. So it's like, that's the nature yeah. of YouTube as we know it. Um, yeah. God damn, but <laughs> there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, for who are these people for episode 17 here of our new season of Bombcast. Thank you all for the comments you guys put in this Discord channel. Feel free to fill that up as much as you want throughout the next week till the next episode. Um, I think I think for the first time, next next bombcast might be on a Saturday, just for once, because next Friday is of course the Zombies for Charity main event all throughout Friday. It'll probably last like five six hours, so I'll probably be destroyed mentally by the end of it. So I'll probably push that podcast mm -hmm. back to next Saturday. In case you guys are wondering about that. Um, and then Fajari, you are going away at the end of the month, right? For I think a Sunday to Sunday. Um, I'm leaving from August 15th to the 21st. So. Got it. Got it. So we, we will try our best to pre-record an episode if possible. It might be hard to do that that far in advance, but we will see what we can do. Um, and we did that when I was on vacation recently. I also want to mention, cause you mentioned that you went on a, a vacation Casper with your girlfriend right before a uh, moderate Toten. Um, I went on vacation. I think it was right before season four started. I picked a week where I'm like, I hope nothing happens this week. No marketing. Yeah. So I, 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 I scheduled some videos while I was gone. And I can't even tell you how lucky I was that week because the following week, <laughs> marketing, everything. everything dropped. I'm like, I would have shit myself if I was gone that week for vacation. <laughs> yeah. I would have ruined the trip that I was on. It was such a beautiful trip. Yeah. I'm so happy I picked the right week to do it. Um, I got to get lucky again on my next vacation. Pick the right week. 
<laughs> when, when you know it's a little quiet, no, no marketing or whatnot. Um, but lastly, to wrap up this week's podcast, looking ahead, I mean, Casper, what do you have in store for your channel over the next few months? I mean, any other new video ideas you're going to try out or going to stick with the same stuff? I mean, what, what do you think I about really want. I really want to evolve my channel and kind of not fully step away from, let's say, you know, kind of like, because the way I see there's two kinds of videos, maybe three, it's just not coming to my head right now. There's the yeah. ones where, for example, a glitch where you're going to upload it, it's going to blow up, but that video could also become completely useless the following day yes. with a patch or something mm -hmm. like that, right? Yes. So it's basically, it's, it's uploaded and it's dead the next day. And uh, I find that's with majority of the videos is that they're uploaded, they become obsolete within a couple of days and they don't get views anymore. So what I really want to do is evolve my channel, for example, maybe do some kind of like evolution type videos. Yes. Let's say, for example, hint, hint, this is what I had in my mind, evolution of a ray gun, evolution of the wonder weapon. Hey, don't spoil, don't spoil that, bro. Hey, spoil it, man. That's, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I know, so, I know, so, I know. Someone's going to steal it, bro, in the chat. <laughs> Spoiler, I, I, I will be making that thumb, yeah. thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, so I, I want to do stuff yeah. like that, kind of like uh, more professional videos, if that makes sense. If, if you kind of catch what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, we got a troll in the chat. That was perfect timing. Hold up. DK is a loser. Spam like 20 times. Awesome, dude. I, I, I will take my loser ass to bed after this podcast. Actually, I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I will post a video after this podcast and take my loser ass to bed. I got to, bro. Don't worry about it. But as you, <laughs> as you were saying, Casper, yeah, you want to you wanna yeah, no, bring out some new I style. just want to create videos with that, yeah. that get some long... long uh, Longevity. longevity yeah longevity thank you sir no it's, it's great it's great you pointed that out because that's something i was looking into as well is in a perfect world all our videos will get views every day for a year straight right but no yeah. most videos typically die off after you know two three days but i posted a few glitch videos myself in black ops 4 and i noticed too since they weren't passed this day they're still getting views still getting comments oh, yeah. oh it worked thank you crazy so i think my point is i would love to also expand it to content that is bigger for residual views and not necessarily videos that would bang on release of them right ones that get yes. views over time and just constantly yep. grow forever i have a few like that that i've made in the past that I, I noticed that with but for the most part news or a guide or a stream it'll get views while it while it's relevant while it's hot and then after that you know replace that with the new information with the new season right so yeah definitely looking into that as well um i do have some other video ideas in mind or, or styles that i, I want to try out which um I'll try to, you know, mix that into the channel more this summer, but definitely as Vanguard releases or other CODs, I'll try to mix more stuff in, but glad to hear that you're looking at that as well. Cause there's, there's all, I think one thing as a content creator, you'll notice there's always room to improve. There's always more you oh, yeah. can do, but don't let yourself go crazy about it. Cause with me, I'm like, oh, I want to split up some, some segments for my videos, throw them on TikTok, throw them on Instagram. I want to try, yeah. not a robot, be a human and, and get, yeah. get, get rest, have a life outside of, out of the computer take your girl on dates or, you know, whoever your significant other is, do it all. Don't, don't let YouTube take over all of your life. Right. You know, have a balance and, and keep it I healthy, agree, brother. keep 100. it healthy. But man, it's been an honor having you on this week. Thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we didn't keep it too long. We typically go on uh, this length for each episode. I don't want to end. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, uh, don't want to go. I want to, I want to say, I want to say it was a pleasure meeting both of you. It was a pleasure chatting with both of you. Incredible people, uh, like-minded individuals. And, uh, mm -hmm. I, I would love to do something like this again, whether it be, you know, maybe play, let's say, like you said, that ups arcade three, yes. right? yes. something like that. I, I would love to, I, yep. an honor. I'm down for it all. We'll pull up, we'll pull up a stream. We'll do, we'll do anything, man. We'll, we'll get together again. And we'll have you on the podcast anytime in the future as well. We'll definitely, or open to, to reoccurring guests anytime. Um, awesome. ladies and gentlemen, Casper Z link in the description. 
Uh, make sure notifications are turned on for him. I just turned on mine because I got I actually got unsubbed from you because YouTube is fantastic. Sometimes I had to resub to you recently. Um, I subbed to I you when you. yeah when Fajardi first uh, showed me the work he was doing for you. I'm, I'm like, who's this guy? I'm like, let me check the, let me check this channel out. And he was like, bro, you got to meet this guy. I mean, you guys are like you got like minded individuals, similar mentality, similar attitude with the content. I'm like, bro, I got I got to meet the uh, the Casper the Casper Z over here, man. Had to do it. So really happy to have got this done. Any final comments, thoughts, or concerns? Shoutouts, plugins, Fajardi, Casper, and anything you want to throw in? Uh, I just I want to say to both of you guys, I wish you all the best, honestly, uh, with success. Both top of your uh, Fajardi with the with the renders, with the thumbnails, dude. I'm telling you, you know how I feel about them. I haven't seen yep. shit like that. It's very very rare to see <laughs> shit like that. It is. Um, it is. Who same knows? thing. DK. Yeah. Uh, quality always top notch. Quality content. You know, you never miss every single day. I don't Thank even look so you. This guy could be in the hospital with a fucking broken leg. He'll find a way to make a video. Hey, you know? man. That's uh, true. Get, get me behind the curtain. Get me a mic. And then I'll send the footage yeah. to somebody to edit for me or something. Someone help me out. <laughs> Gotta get go. the commentary there done. The, the only thing that would get me is if I lose my voice. I'm like, maybe I'll have Fajardi or somebody make a commentary for me. I'll have him try it out. Gotta try uh, Im imitate the way I do commentaries. And then I'll edit the video. Hope I don't lose my voice. But yeah, that's... But yeah, I, um, I, I appreciate those, um, Seriously, those yeah. comments. Same to you also. I yeah. mean, obviously absolutely uh, man i love i love making thumbs for you and i think some like i said some of my best work has actually come out in those thumbs which i'm proud which i'm yeah. proud of because i just get the lot i just get to throw a lot of just vibrant colors some lightning and then go, right lightning but, uh, yeah that's something yeah. man i mean i have some of them pull up right here i'm like it's like casper said nobody is really doing the work majority is doing at all they, they may go nope. back bo3 models premise great war all the same shit let's look at the new models right here in the now brand new shit from cold wars like let's do it man nobody's really doing it like that nope. so god bless man wish you success as well and if there's any game Thank to grow on and, and to, to build an audience to build a career it's it's been cold war so i'm really happy to have met somebody that it's felt the same way as i do about this game so Congrats on success, and Thanks, ladies and bro. gentlemen, we will see you in the next Bombcast. Stay blessed, everybody. Bye-bye. Stay Peace. blessed. Be